Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Water Coolest Daily Financial Newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link slash watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest, W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. On today's part of my take, week six of the NFL, we recap every game fastest two minutes uh who's back of the week football guy of the week uh the chicago sky won a WNBA championship i'm sure we'll talk extensively about that we got a lot of show we got a lot of show is diana tarasi bad for women's basketball she didn't she she avoided uh the post-game interviews mm, that's disrespectful. so uh who did that who was the other cam pro- newton cam newton, did that. Cam newton yep. yeah so very disrespectful but we got a lot of show we're going to get into everything before we do that there's big news from my favorite home security company, Simply Safe. Simply Safe just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. That's right, Simply Safe, the new system that U.S. News and World Report names best home security system of 2021. It just got even better. This brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features you want and need to help keep you and your family safe. It has an ultra wide 140 degree field of view so you can keep watch over your entire yard. It has 1080 HD resolution with an 8K zoom. That means you can zoom in and clearly see things like faces and license plates to capture critical evidence. And it has an easy to remove rechargeable battery so it doesn't need an outlet and can go anywhere on your property. Simply Safe is everybody's favorite home security company. And I'm no exception. I uh, have a Simply Safe at home. Everyone should have a Simply Safe at home because it protects you, your family, your friends, everything, your house, everything is protected with Simply Safe. So to learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera visit simplysafe.com slash pmt what's more simply safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20 percent off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service free when you enroll in interactive monitoring again that's simplysafe.com slash pmt okay let's go
part of my take presented by Barstool Sports. Welcome to part of my take presented by Simply Safe. Go to simplysafe.com slash PMT now to get up your home security system set up. Today is Monday, October 18th, week six. What? 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 We start in foggy London town, home of Tua Lipa and the Dolphins, who are levitating just above really fucking shitty. James Slob on my Robinson and Marvin Jones Jr. Soprano put their noses in the box and help the pussies come back in the game. Come on down to the win column, Urban Meyer. The price is Matthew Wright as the Jags get their first victory overseas. Jacksonville 23, Miami 20. What? And back stateside in Detroit, where Dan Campbell's chunky chicken soup for the soul tried to fire up the lines to a victory. Chase had a performance that was, in a word, jamarkable, with four catches and 97 yards. That's cash, boom. Trey Christina Hendrickson ran around with his hair on fire, making Pete Dan Campbell a madman. Don't look now. But Joe Churro is looking like a snack again as the Cinnamon Cincinnati Bengals improve to four and two. The Bengals thirty-four, the Lions eleven. To the Meadowlands where the Giants welcome back Tom Turner, Head and Coughlin, and Arch Manning's uncle Kadarius Tony the Tiger was great for the first drive as the Giants continue to be the walking wounded. The Rams made a pit stop at Cracker Daryl Henderson and ate a Cooper cup of chili as they blew out the Giants. Rams. 38, the G-Men 11. What? What? In Chicago, where Darnell Jackie Mooney scored a touchdown to prove he was more than a semi-pro, but the Packers once again were able to submit a bear in the ring. Khalil Fortune Herbert solved a puzzle that is the Packers' defensive line, but aspiring game show host Aaron Rodgers disclosed his financial holdings, declaring ownership of the entire city of Chicago. The more things change, the more they stayed the same. The Packers, 24. The Bears, 14. Boomer sounded like you had some cinnamon and Cincinnati in your throat. The entire cin- city of Cincinnati, uh, <laughs> cinnamon Chicago. To Raul John, Maryland, where Ricky Sealer, no seal Jones, opened up a case to show a touchdown. Welcome D- to Diami. Bienvenido a Diami. Had three catches, but it wasn't enough as Tyreek Capitol Hill and the Chiefs got right. Patrick Mahomes overcame two interceptions to get his team a much-needed win, and we have Patrick on the sidelines to tell us about the game. Patrick. Yeah, you know, I was real tickled pink with how we played in the second half. I maybe I made a couple doy doy plays in the first half out there. Well, I said, I'm very proud of my brother uh, Jackson. He did, did a great, great dance before the game. Always good to see boys get out there and have a little fun doing some shindigs before game starts. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm just looking ahead instead of taking one game at a time. And January 2nd, we'll be going to Cinnamon Snatty. And that's certainly one that we've had scheduled and encircled on our calendars. Chiefs 31, Washington football team 13. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Down south to Charlotte, where Chuba Hubba Bubba Hubbard chewed on some gum in the end zone. But it was Kirk Cousins who had a bazooka of a day with three touchdowns. Fantasy owner said, I got a peaceful... Easy feeling, and I know a player who will let me down. It's Christian McCaffrey, and he's wearing a hospital gown. Every Vikings game is a trip on the crazy train as K.J. Ozzy Osbourne scores the touchdown in OT to seal the victory. The Vikings 34, the Panthers 28. 
in Mile High, where rich homie Quan Basicchia flexed in his first game as a head coach, telling his team, Living like, like a volcano, Josh Eagle, Derek Hall, and it's the only beginning, it's the lifestyle. Henry just says no to rugs, got a mile high and smoked the Broncos secondary. Kenyon Drake's the type of dude who will put up numbies when he's on your bench in fantasy, but he's still hard in the DMs. Meg Brian Edwards and the Raiders said, You've got mail, as the Raiders win a big one. 34-24. In New England, where Kendrick born in the USA is a true patriot, scoring a late touchdown to put his team ahead. But Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys were born to run. It was an axe-throwing competition as Mack and Dak traded scores. In overtime, the Cowboys said, CD's nuts, and wham, bam, thank you, lamb, scored to win the game, and Bill Belichapstick couldn't do anything but stand and watch while his lips bled everywhere. The Cowboys, 35 the Patriots, 29. We finish in Cleveland where welcome to the Odell, California. Such a lovely case. Such a lovely case. As Keenum came in relief of Baker, Ray J. Green put out some good film as Kareem Kardashian Hunt got his back blown out. It's actually his calf, boom. Thoughts and prayers. Mercury Morris is in retrograde as the 72 Dolphins can't pop that bubbly just yet as the Cardinals. The Cardinals? Huh? 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 The Arizona Cardinals? The Arizona Cardinals? Improved to 6-0. Cardinals 37. Browns 14. All right. That was brought to you by our friends at Cross Country Mortgage. Cross Country Mortgage is much like us at Barstool. People first group of people. They are dedicated to the fundamentals of mortgage lending, which results in a fast, convenient, and less stressful home financing or refinancing experience. Rates are an all-time low right now. They may never get this low again, so call today for a fast, free rate quote. Our partners will save you a lot of money. Call today, and our friends at Cross Country Mortgage will give you a free home valuation that is free to you just for calling. Just like the all-star athlete, Cross Country Mortgage pushes themselves through the entire lending process. If they get blocks, they figure out ways to get the ball over the line. So go to crosscountrymortgage.com slash barstool to learn more about your future home buying experience or refinance your current mortgage, Cross Country Mortgage LLC, NMLS 3029, all loans subject to underwriting approval, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, week six in the books. We are currently watching Steelers Seahawks with five minutes to play. We will update that after that game goes final. So we will we'll talk about that as soon as the game goes final. This welcome to the show. This is officially Loserville. Yeah, we, we suck. are losers. All, we all just have made a series of poor decisions in our life that have brought us to this week of football and. <laughs> It's not good, buddy. Here. Okay, so we're going to get into all the games. We're going to recap all the games. But this happens, and everyone needs to just remember this happens. So if you are similar to us right now, living in Loserville, your team stinks, your picks stink, the games weren't that good this week, and that's okay. There's always an off week in the NFL. Like there was, We got to the witching hour, and there was pretty much nothing going on besides the Vikings and Panthers game. Uh, and then in the after the night games, obviously the Cowboys and Patriots was a great game, but the other twos were kind of stinkers. It was just a down week, and that's okay. It happens. We need to have perspective. We got to learn from it. We got to we got to watch film. We got to circle the wagons. This, and we got to just we we got to count on football. Football owes us after yes. today. This was you know what this was. This was just you know going into some good debt for football. It, we're 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 showing that we will still be here when it sucks. They need to pay us back. The football we, gods. We, if you don't love football, football won't love you back. Exactly. What are you gonna say, Hank? And we have an extra week this year, so it's like uh, yeah. 
We were due for one of these no matter what. Yeah, these this, always just happened, this was this was bonus football. Yeah, this was the extra week. These always happen though. There's like two or three weekends of the football season that you can point to every single year where it feels like everything goes against you. Now it happened that everything went against everyone in this room all at the same time, mm-hmm. so it's uh it's extra special loserville edition of pardon my take, but everyone knows this feeling because it happens. You'll have that one or two Sundays a year where you're like does am I, do I really want to do this? Do I want uh, like this? This hurts. This this is not fun on a personal, financial, whatever level. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. But you got to just bounce back. Got to get off the mat, and you got to figure out a way to to put one foot in front of the other. And uh, you know, I don't know. Just figure it out. I, the, the, yeah. You hear what I'm saying right now? It's false confidence. No, I'm I, trying to pump I get myself you, up. You know what? I I'm think, like the cowardly lion. You know what I think is going to happen? I think we're going to have a great Monday night football game. There we go. That's what's going to happen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is. is he has to save football. Josh Allen. Josh will save Allen football. saves football. And my, actually, you know what? One of our teams didn't lose this weekend. The Jets. Oh yeah, the Jets. Congrats, Billy. Uh the bye week one. Mr. INT bye week was heavily well, favored. Guess who yeah. threw no interceptions this week? That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson. Um, as we're saying this too, there's a Seahawks player that is very, very injured, which makes me even sadder because football just doesn't love anything right now. But yeah. let's get into the games. Let's let's recap. We'll put on a brave face. We'll, we'll go through everything. Can I just say right off the top, I need you guys to carry me on this one. Yeah. I'm, I'm hurting. Well, I'm, I need you to carry I'm, me. I'm physically, okay. I'm you know what? spiritually hurting. He's not He's not heavy. He's my brother. Yeah. That's what they say, right? You're physically, I'm spiritually I'm, broken. I need one footprint in the sand right now. I need I, that sort of moment. I need to find God. Okay. Because, unfortunately... He plays for the Green Bay Packers every what, twice a year. Is, that he is God. It's borderline criminal. He's God. Uh, all right, we let's start get, there. No, we're not starting there. Let's ease our way we into it. We got to start in London. Let's, uh, we got to start in I feel London. Like it might be good for you to no, just get it all out. I'm going to ease my way into it. I'm going to ease my way into it. Let's start in London. Jaguars, Dolphins. Uh, did you know? I didn't know this until today, which is incredible. That the Jaguars got all the way to Week Six without making a field goal in a game. No, I didn't know that. Yes. Did they even have a kicker? <laughs> they they did. Uh, I think their initial kicker Lambo got hurt, and then they brought in Matthew Wright, uh-huh. who ended up. So this is how weird the Jaguars' season is. They're zero and five going into this game. They have Urban Meyer putting his finger up every chick's butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can't do anything like well on the field. Even when it looks like they might win a game, they don't, mm-hmm. and they're, no one's on the same page. They go to London. They're 0-4 in field goal attempts this year, and then they have Matthew Wright be the first player kicker in NFL history to make multiple 50-yarders in the last four minutes of a fourth quarter. It's incredible. It's great, fucking crazy. Great job by Urban Meyer. We need to congratulate him when he does things correctly. He got so a win. It's been... What two weeks since he's fingered a young woman's butthole? But, yep. So he's on a hot gooch. streak. It was more the gooch. Well, so you have to look at it. It's like put in perspective with the Raven streak that they had, where it was you know what forty four games in a row. Yep. The hundred yard rusher. Yep. Urban Meyer's knuckles have been clean for about a fortnight. That's true. At this part, so he's a reformed we'll man. We'll give him respect on that one. Uh, but yeah, the, the kicks were actually kind of crazy because. They had little Mason crossbar movement on them. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah. So they they bent. They bent inside. They bent in the right direction. We've seen some funny things with the kicker balls this year. Yep. This guy Matthew Wright might just be the guy that's mastered the new kicking ball. You know, like how in the in the World Cup, like once every two or three World Cups, FIFA just introduces a ball that's impossible to save. Yep. But there's always like one person who can command it that understands how to kick it correctly. That's what's going on. He knows how to kick these new balls. It, 
it's also very like the game was crazy because they had there was a moment in the game where the Jaguars were up 17-13 in field goal range, went for it on fourth down not to make it a seven-point game. The Dolphins then scored a touchdown, so Jaguars needed a field goal to tie mm-hmm. it, a field goal to win it. It's just insane that that happened, that they were 0-4, then they get Matthew Wright, makes two bomb kicks, Urban Meyer gets in the win column, the Jaguars get rid of that uh, tweet that's just been out there uh, from last year when they went won their first game of the season mm-hmm. and they said not satisfied with 1-0 and and then lost 20 straight games. Yep. That's gone. Trevor Lawrence looked good. Trevor Lawrence, like, I mean, he's going to be good. I'm pretty confident now that Trevor Lawrence, especially... Like you could, we we should actually, like my column. Trevor Lawrence is actually the greatest rookie quarterback of all time, given the circumstances. Oh, I like given that. the fact that his what he's had to is, overcome his so coach far. Is the horniest guy in the world. Yeah, the team stinks. Well, he also gets Jaguars. Like, he can't, he hadn't won before. Yep, and you could say he's doing a great job at losing. Yeah, like he's you know what he's doing. He's providing a steady hand, and he's guiding he's guiding this franchise during a tumultuous time when they don't have a leader. And he came from a college where. He didn't lose, and also had probably the least horny coach. Yes, I would say Dabo Swinney doesn't fuck. No, I'm very confident. In Definitely that. not. Definitely not. Maybe it, it, once a year after the college football uh, committee puts Clemson into the Final Four. No, he's like, no, like he he looks down. He's like, my penis is a distraction. Yes, I, don't I need like to this. get out there and start recruiting again. But it was. Um, I mean, it wasn't a memorable game. I think the most memorable part of this game was the fan that ran on the field. Yeah, yeah look, now there's a card out. Like, this. it's it's just bad vibes. Bad mm-hmm. vibes on a Sunday night. But I hope this player's okay. Um, so there was a fan that ran on the field to start the game. The I So he dapped good, up the entire, yeah, the entire it squad. Great. It was great. It was great. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Our, our good friend, Uncle Chaps, uh, wants us to stop saying that the Jaguars should move to London. So here's me saying I will never say that again. Okay. But I would like to say as one last thing, the Jaguars being London's team is very, very funny because of the fans dressing up. Mm-hmm. That picture of the guy in the Dolphin, like the full, he, he was just, a, actually, I, I, w- I don't want to say guy because he might have just been a Dolphin. Mm-hmm. They might have just had a Dolphin sitting in the stands next to a fully face-painted Jaguars fan. There's something about that matchup. I hope they play it every year in London because the fans dress up and they look ridiculous. The only thing I, I wish that they would add to it is bring back the, the gradient helmets that they used to have. They're like multicolored for that game for yep. the Jaguars. Let yep. them do that. Maybe give them a color rush game as a, as a treat. Have them do the electric mustard ones. Um, but yeah, I the, I actually like the Dolphins wearing candy ass uniforms when they're overseas. Yes, because okay, you're in a soccer country, right? You get to wear the candy ass stuff right, right now, right? Um, 
I noticed Urban during the last couple of minutes of the game when they were attempting the kicks that we're going to take him into overtime and then the game winner. He doesn't even look when when his team is kicking a potential no. game winning field Give goal. Him migraine. I don't think I don't think he enjoys any part of football. No, I think he just likes being out of the house. He did say he was going to remember this one for the rest of his life. Yeah, it's going on the his coffee table. His first win. Yep, his first win in the NFL. Yep, add, in add, London. Add this to the coffee table. It's um. I saw him after the game, and he was giving his post-game speech. The sound was off, but I could see him gesturing with his fingers, and I'm pretty sure he was doing the exact Careful. same. No, no. Not that way? No, not that okay. way. I'm pretty sure he was doing the exact same speech that they gave in Major League when they're like, that's one game. Now we try to win two games in a row. Right. Then if we can win three, they call that a winning streak. Yeah. I think that's actually what he was. He was like trying to joke with his team. Um, they're checked out though. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it's more uh, indictment on the Dolphins and where they currently are at. Um, the Tua thing is a problem. It's so. I, I will say that I don't really understand what the Dolphins were doing with Tua. He had a weird rib protector. He's coming back from injury. They threw the ball. He threw the ball forty-seven times, which was one of the most that he's ever had to do in the NFL. I just don't like. I, I know we've gone through this last year, went back and forth with, with Dolphins fans. I think most Dolphins fans are now starting to see it, that maybe he's not the guy. And the Deshaun Watson like watch, officially, I feel like, is on right now because I think the trade deadline is, what, week eight? So it's it's kind of a now or never situation, and it feels like they will probably take a run at him because I don't think Tua's the guy. And I don't... He's a nice People guy. People disagree on my Dolphins Twitter timeline. What they think Tua is still the guy? They think it's on the coaching. They but think last it's on every on everyone else. I thought he had a good game besides that one pick. It just feels like every time he has even a little bit of pressure, it like all falls apart. I but, mean, not staying 100 percent healthy definitely plays a factor. Yeah, when, when you have a guy that is a wait and see guy, those are the worst guys. Those are the guys that like 10 years from now, 15 years from now. You look back and you're like, well, we really wasted three That's years. pretty much what happened with them with Tannehill. Yeah, right. yeah, he was that, very I, average with them. I was going right. to say Tannehill is the one example of the wait and see guy where it was actually like, okay, okay I guess he's good. I guess we wait and saw. Right. And he's good. And he's good. He finally took the step forward. I just – so the, you're right. Tua's first drive was really, really good. And then he had another really good drive uh, somewhere in the middle of the game. But his first scripted drive was very good. Um and I, you know, obviously Dolphins fans will be like, well, dude, you you backed Mitch for four years. Well, the difference, I would say, is that the Bears were actually like a good team for a while there. You know what I mean? Not not because of Mitch, mm-hmm. but it's a little different when you have a competitive team and you kind of see things a little differently when you win games. When you lose games, it definitely clouds it. I Maybe Tua will get better. I don't know. I just think that and, – and, yeah, it's only his second year. Seeing Herbert – and Burrow, yeah, you're yeah, kind of yeah. going through what I went through yeah. with with Mahomes and Watson, where yeah. it's like, fuck, this sucks because you're watching make it easier, the yeah. two guys that got taken around him and being like, well, that looks nice. Um, I, I just don't know. I think, I guess where I where I landed is the fact that the Dolphins are even like considering Deshaun Watson tells you that they might not think to us a guy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. No, things have to get pretty bad. Right. To be like, yeah, right. this, well, how many dozens of women have accused him? Yeah. Only two? Okay, yeah. only two dozen. Yeah, we can work with that. I'm fine so, with waiting and seeing because it honestly doesn't affect me whatsoever. Right, with, with two, I'm okay <laughs> right. with the two, but like, uh, we can wait and see. You know the wait and see guys. Like, they will they will ruin your franchise because you're like I think this guy can be good if we just if we get stability around him have him have the same like offensive coordinator for two years in a row. Jason Campbell was the ultimate wait and yeah. see guy. This guy will eventually be good. Um, by the way, just a quick update from the game. 
like a very significant injury. So we hope this player is okay. And yeah. it's um, who is it? It looks bad. I don't know, but it looks really, really bad. So yeah. I hope everything's okay. They've had it's like a two very commercials. Big People are crying. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't look good. Um, but back to Tua. The only other thing I'd say is that, and this is going to sound uh, offensive, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I probably have a whole community come after me. I do think when your wait and see guy and your guy that might not be very good is also a lefty. I don't know. I, I really do think lefties. I I I think we've heard players say that it's weird. It's different catching a ball from a lefty. Right. So there's Belichick been good the left-footed punters. Yeah. There's right? been good lefty quarterbacks, but I do think that like maybe that is very uh, old school of me mm-hmm. to reduce it to be like lefty. I don't want them, but I. Kind of lefty out of one. Well, lefties look sweet when they're in college. Yes. When they're throwing the ball that has the stripes on it. Right. And then in the NFL, lefties just look weird. Lefties look awesome when they're dribbling behind their back in basketball. I don't trust lefties. I think back in the day, like if you were a lefty, you were a witch, right? Yes. That's that actually a fact. what it meant? Although I think you, my son might be a lefty. Well, I, I was going to yeah. say, yeah, you should actually, but you should As lean into that. You are lefty? Yeah. You are? Mm-hmm. As, a, as a righty, so I just want to righty as, coming in peace. You are? That's weird, Jake. You write with your left? I throw and, and shoot with my left. But you if don't write with your left. If I was, a, if I was a quarterback, I'd be a left-handed quarterback. And you would stink. Yeah, I, I will say, though, basketball completely different, but much better looking shot. But left-handed left, quarterbacks yeah, never basketball. look good. Like the LSU, I was saying this at the LSU game because they have a left-handed quarterback, and I was just like, you have no confidence with a left-handed quarterback. It's just not the same. It's... It, 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 you it must just be can't harder. have it be your wait-and-see guy. It right. must be harder to teach that guy, too, right? Because you have to get a left-handed quarterback teacher. And you have to do... You, Otherwise, you, they just show you everything backwards. All right, so I just Googled best left-handed quarterbacks. Tim Tebow is the first hit. Okay, not great start. Tua, Scott Mitchell, Mark Steve Brunel, Young. Michael Vick, Steve Young, Boomer Siason, Ken Stabler. Uh, yeah, I just... I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jake. I, if you ever thought That's you right. were going to be a, a lefty quarterback. quarterback, I've just always thought lefties that liner. are weird. What about the hefty lefty? Yep, the hefty Jared lefty. R.I.P. Hell of a guy. Uh, but yeah, I just, listen. I'm sorry. It's I'm so sorry. Tim Tebow obviously wrote that list, right? Yeah, Tim Tebow wrote He's that blogging list. Now. Steve Young, very good quarterback, but yeah. it still looked weird. Mm-hmm. It just does. I don't know what it is. it is. It is weird. And, yeah, I think if the wait-and-see guy is a lefty, that's just like one other data point that you have to be like, <laughs> right. there's something weird about him. Right. My data. I'm rooting for Tua, but, yeah, that's that's where I landed. Uh, uh, we should also give credit to the new punter on the Jaguars. Or maybe he might not be the new punter. I think he's been their punter, but he just had a baby oh, yeah. two days before the yes, game. Yes, we got updated. New, new baby alert. So I think he was probably the holder for those kicks, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why, that's why there was a little extra magic on the ball yeah that's why those kicks went through uh so jaguars get their first win dolphins in a complete spiral did shad khan take the yacht over there because that used to always be a story whenever the jaguars would go over to london it would be like shad khan is going to leave a month early and just sail across the atlantic ocean and and park his yacht in london yeah yeah so i don't know if he's there maybe he'll take urban meyer back maybe that'd be funny if he just like pushed him into the Atlantic Ocean on the way back. I was like, I don't know. I just woke up in the morning. He wasn't here anymore. He's not here. Yeah. yeah. Can't prove that. Uh, all right. Next up, again, we're easing our way into it. So one more, and then we'll ease our way into it. But Bengals-Lions. Um, Dan Campbell's broken. He's a broken man. Unfortunately, I want to say Dan Campbell's a broken man. He cried last week. I thought they would have a bounce back from the cry. They did not have a bounce back from the cry. The Bengals whooped him. And not only did they whoop them, 
But Dan Campbell, the guy, I never thought Dan Campbell would be a sad field goal guy. Dan Campbell's a sad field goal guy. They kicked a field goal down 27 nothing. With eight minutes left. Okay. I'm, I'm, That's a sad field goal. Guy. I'm okay with kicking the field goal to get some points so that you don't get shut out. Because you can build on that. It's tough. But it's, it's sad. Tough. It's, tough it's to a take. sad thing to, to send your special teams out when you're down 27 nothing in the fourth quarter and be like, go on out there, guys. Kick that field goal. Maybe maybe he knew people that took the over. And I, he was trying to do them a favor. It, and, then it, and then the best is I think that Dan Campbell in his like football guy-ish life w- realized that the sad field goal was spitting in the face of the football gods because he then down 38-11 with a little more than two minutes left, burned all his timeouts to try to get the ball back. Okay. And or what, 34-11. Right, 34-11. <laughs> he wanted to play more football. That's he it. He wanted to kick more and, sad and field and goals. And also, he could just be like, that, you know what? Anthony Lynn called that play. That does remind me of an old Anthony Lynn, like, bird brain play. Yeah. Uh, to, to kick that. But in, it's just, so, you quarter. know the sad field goal. It's just, yeah, it's, it's it makes everyone feel sad. I Even Lions fans were in, in the background of the field goal. All of them were just flipping off the camera like this is sad what are we doing here it the, just it just bums you out when a team does that the sad field goal isn't as bad as a sad punt though like if you're yeah if you're right you're if, right if you're getting your ass kicked and it's halfway through the fourth quarter let's say you're on your own 20 yard line and it's fourth and you know 17 yeah you're gonna punt you don't want it. it's not gonna help anything to punt but maybe it'll take them a couple more plays to get back into your end zone afterwards. Yep. So you're just trying to like make it so they don't score immediately when they get the ball back. But everybody involved knows that it's not going to be good. Yeah, the sad punt, I would agree. But the sad field goal, I just didn't think Dan Campbell would be that guy. Because, you know, I, the Lions have been bad, but they've fought. I think, and and yeah. that was such a white flag. Like, what are we doing here? I think it's just one of those pride things. Not Not having a shutout means a lot to a guy like Dan Campbell. If you tell Dan Campbell you're going to go to the stadium and not score any points at all, like Dan, that would make him cry. That would make him spontaneously combust. No one wants to go to work environment like that. So he, I think he was just looking out for the guys, being like, hey, you know, you fought till the end. That's what he was going to say. Yeah. If you look at our graph on when our points were scored, we actually improved as the game went on. When? So my question is, and we'll get to the Bengals in a second. Oh, when are we officially on 0-17 watch with the Lions? I don't think we're there yet. I don't, but that was a really bad game today. And they have – I'm looking at their schedule right now. There aren't a ton of winnable games You have a double revenge game next week. Stafford against the Rams. Golf. Yes, yep. that's right. But there aren't a ton of winnable games left on the schedule for them. They have the, the Eagles at home. Yeah, that one maybe, maybe. At the Steelers, at the Browns, they, they I mean, they play the Bears Thanksgiving Day. Who knows? But I just, they're not playing the Jets. They're not playing the Jaguars. They're not playing the Texans. So I'm, I'm getting a little nervous. And I, I love Dan Campbell. I want Dan Campbell to succeed. If Dan Campbell goes 0 and 17 as a coach after going 0 and 16 as a player, I that would well, he'd be the first coach to be, ever lose 17 games. That would, and, and but he did it as a player too with yeah. the Lions. That would make me. Incredibly sad. God gives that would his, make me sadder than a sad field. Goal. God gives his hardest struggles to his toughest shoulders, right? Yeah, that- and he, he was he was very angry in the post game, um, which you know he's got the fight. He wants to keep fighting. I just it's just sad. But all right, so let's talk about the Bengals because the Bengals. I we were having the debate during the game. I think the Bengals have graduated from uh, not bad, and they're mm-hmm. inching very close to good. The Bengals right now, if you're grading them on a, a curve scale of the Bengals' expectations, 
this is the best Bengals team of all time. Right. Like, the Bengals are absolutely dominating everyone's perception of what they think that the Bengals are. So, on that curve, they're a very good team. Uh, when you compare them to other football teams... Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was saying, so they, they just... They, they, maybe last week or the week before, officially got their cap and gown and, and walked through graduation of the mm-hmm. not bad teams. Mm-hmm. And now they are, they're in school. They're getting their masters in maybe a good team. Okay. And who knows? They could maybe become a good team. And because got- I, I, their defense plays like their defense and the Lions offense has problems, but they were lights out in the first half. I think the Lions had like 60 yards total of offense in the first half. Joe Burrow, we love him. They, they can do a lot of, like they have good running game, good receivers. So I, yeah, I think they might, they might get close to being good. I'm officially ready to declare today at four and two. They're second in the AFC North mm-hmm. as we stand right now. Mm-hmm. The Cincinnati Bengals are goodish. Goodish. They're, okay, yeah, they're a goodish football. That team. means they're they just finished year one of law school. Yeah, of good. Yeah, so they're, yeah, which is the hardest year? No, they're they're working. They're you right. know putting in some part time, uh, getting paid like you know paralegal dues right now. They're working eighty hours a week and getting paid nothing, and they're like, I love this. They're this paying... is a great decision. I, I'm so happy I decided to be a lawyer. Yeah, shout so, out the lawyers who are listening to this right now because they know that pain and hourly like deep charge. Down. They're like this. This sucks. Yeah, so I'm looking at the Bengals schedule moving forward. They um. I'm ready to say it. I think the Bengals are going to be a 500 ball club. Ooh! So next week is going to be the big test. So next week uh, is going to be well tie. Hank, they're going to what? they're going to get a tie eight eight and one. Yep, eight yep. eight and one. They're I mean, going to they be do a 500 have a tie ball energy club. always. Yeah, they can tie anybody. Actually, like the Patriots and the Bengals are kind of existing on similar planes right now, where the Bengals can tie anyone. The Patriots can should have beat. Any team in, yes. this, in this league. Yes. Or should have lost any team. Or should have lost. Yeah, yeah should have lost. Ways. But the Bengals have it set up perfectly where they get a huge, huge test next week at the Ravens. That's if they a, beat the Ravens, they're officially graduated to good. That's going to be a tie. That's I, think, I think they're going to tie the Ravens. And then, But the nice thing about their schedule is they play the, the, the Ravens next week, which is going to be an enormous test, and then... They play the Jets the week after, which will be a nice bounce back no matter what. Like, if you suck against the Ravens, you have the Jets as kind of like, there's always money in the banana stand. It's a, yeah, it's a little Bloody Mary game. Right. It's like, okay. You fix it up. You, you win out hard, and then this is just going to ease you back into playing football. Right, right. So, yeah, the Bengals, uh, credit to the Bengals. Because, listen, beating bad teams, you still get credit for beating bad teams. Yep. You do. Um, all right. Uh, one more before we get to the the, the other stuff. Uh, Colts Texans. Mm-hmm. So here's the this other thing we found happened. out about today. The Col- the Texans are truly terrible. So they they did a little rope a dope on us this year because they won Week One against the Jaguars. And any team that wins Week One, you're like, ooh, they could be this could this could be something. Uh, and then they lost. They they played tough against the Browns, and they played tough against the Patriots. So they did just enough like mirage where you're like, hey man, the Texans are kind of frisky. They they won't roll over. No no no, they stink. This they're a, they're a really bad team. This is a big rollover game. We yeah. had we had a little flash of Davis Mills last week in that first half. Then he turned back into Davis Mills. So yes. I think we we have a pretty good feeling of what Davis Mills is right now. And that's a guy that loses three to thirty-one to the Indianapolis Colts. Yes, three. That, I, that actually makes it even more painful. Yeah. That was like almost a British thing, three to thirty-one. Yeah. Um, the the craziest stat about this game is the Texans actually had nine more minutes of offense than the Colts, 
and they scored three points. So he uses, so uh, Cully uses. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every part of the play clock. He like really yeah. likes to take it. That's I think that's all that means is they had more time in possession because it takes them longer to actually get the plays called in and yes. have them set up. Not and and not because they were like dominating. In the running game, although they did have they had 124 yards rushing. Yeah, no, it's, I mean they they do a couple things every now and then in a few games where you're like, hey, the Texans they're pros, like Pete Prisco said. But no, 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 they are they are officially in the running for worst teams in the NFL. This game was over before it started because the roof was open in Indy for the first time all year, and uh, the shadows. If you think the shadows during the Dallas Cowboys afternoon games are bad, yep. When they have the roof open in Indy, it, yep. it looks like, you know, when, when you see an old broadcast of like a game from the 1960s or something, and it's before anything was really engineered to be optimized for television, uh, where they didn't think anybody would even be watching, that's what the Indy field looks like when the roof's open. So that's a hostile environment to go into and have to play for Davis Mills. And then... Honestly, I forgot that T.Y. Hilton wasn't playing yeah. until he was back today. It was a big deal. It's a huge deal. So Activated. He, he had neck surgery, and now he's <sighs> back playing again, and he's dominating again. I, yeah. lo- I love T.Y. Hilton. I do, too. Underappreciated player. For his uh, his post-game press conference after his uh, his baby was born. Still one of my favorites. Yep. Um, I think the Texans should consider letting a fan play quarterback. That would be cool. I think that's that would be or more entertaining. Coach. Yeah. Yeah, anything other than what's going on right now. Um, Jonathan Taylor's awesome, which is always great to see uh, because I need Wisconsin players to be good in the pros so that we can get recruits Mm because we just barely beat Army, uh, which was actually, by the side note, was one of the funniest games uh, of the weekend because it took like two hours, two and a half hours to play. Yep. And the the Wisconsin-Army game finished – before Tennessee Ole Miss got into the fourth quarter, and Tennessee Ole Miss started a half hour before Wisconsin Army. See, I always respect that. If you're gonna make me watch like painful version of football, which yeah. I mean, Army football can be fun to watch sometimes when they yes. just like dominate people and, yes. and run them well, over. The triple option works. It's a thing of beauty. It's it's amazing. It's, yes. it's poetry. But yes. uh, yeah, at least make it fast. At least yeah. have the games end. I think that the football team played like by far the fastest games last year when they were just really really bad. Um, and it's always nice to be able to like end a little bit early and then get to watch what actual football looks like yes. in that same time slot. Yeah, get slot. That, that time slot. Um, the Colts, just a quick word on the Colts. So even though the Colts are, what are they, two and four, two and four now? I think they're two and four. They are. They, I think we talked about this last week, but they are very much in the AFC South. Like they, they are probably going to end up, I was looking at their schedule, they're probably going to be a 500 team 
like in late November going into the home stretch. Like they're so it, even though it feels like the Colts aren't anything special right now, I guarantee you that they will be like part of the playoff picture come December. So I think I'm ready to maybe start getting tempted by Carson Wentz no, again. No, don't. Just, I, if just you look, look like this. Look if you this. if you look at the last two games, That's I know, I know. The elbows are the bad. Elbows, the long elbow elbows. sleeve that he has. The really high white socks. I get all of it. The thing where he runs around, and gets he gets scared in the backfield, like he has like a, a sensitivity to loud noises, and he panics. There's a lot to not like about Carson Wentz, but I'm still finding myself being like, maybe they fixed him. <laughs> maybe Carson Wentz got fixed. I don't know. Like that's that's the whole thing. Is like maybe going out to Indianapolis. Maybe that will fix him. Reuniting him with Frank Reich, and I mean he played good against the Ravens don't last do week. This to yourself. He played don't, pretty I, good. I have just finally gotten over thinking this, and I I was done. Even I I think I talked you out of believing that I, like two weeks refreshing. ago. No, I, well I I stopped around last year, but I like I truly don't think he's good anymore, and it was a very freeing thing both like in betting and just life to just not have to think all the time about how Carson Wentz, oh, this might be the game that he recaptures that year where he almost won MVP. You know what's really puzzling about Carson Wentz is his uh, rib protector that he wears. Yes. The rib protector, it's ridiculous. Yes. It's egregious. It's like he basically has just a giant cylinder of plastic around his torso at all times. And it, I, I've never seen a quarterback that has, look at this, look how big that thing is. It's enormous. Yeah. I should probably wear one of those. It's I do a, wear he, one of those. He, he I wears mean. a girdle. That's why I look like that. Yeah. He wears a girdle. Yeah, I do wear one of those. Um, all right, so this game's about to end. Oh, there is the, is the time over? This they is... spiked it. Now the dilemma is, is there one second or zero? Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, well, should we do another game real quick before we finish yeah, and recap this one? Let's do another one. All right, let's just go. Let's just keep. Uh, let's. TK we don't just need to do. Absolutely choked the game. For the yeah. What did he do? He just fumbled. He caught it. He, he could have just ran out of bounds and, and he fumbled it. Well, yeah. he he couldn't turn. He was trying to. Well, he tur- He was trying to make a play and and basically run through everyone. Yeah. D- it's like a spike off. Listen, yeah. it's DK. He can. He'll go towards the end zone. But if you need him to get out of bounds, he's the last player that you want with the ball in your hands. Yes. Um. All right. We'll, we'll, That's a Ted Jin specialist. We'll we'll delay um, the Bears Packers for another couple minutes here. Well, let's just do a couple more games before we get to that. Um, I'm gonna start crying. Uh, yeah, he that was a stupid, stupid play by DK Metcalf. That was awareness zero. I DK Metcalf. Yeah. <laughs> um, Rams Giants. Uh, another one of these games. Like there were so many games today that just weren't interesting because they were just blowouts. I, the only interesting part of this game was Eli and Tom Coughlin were back. Mm-hmm. I actually think the Giants, given their current state, should bring Eli back for every home game. Like, just make yep. every home game an Eli, like, ceremony of some sorts. Because yep. I don't know how else you're going to get fans to cheer, especially when Daniel Jones at home is not... I mean, we've talked about it, but Daniel Jones at home is just not good. Mm-hmm. And he was bad today. And obviously, it's a receiver slipped in one play, but he—I I think the first play of the game, he fumbled. They recovered it, but that was like, oh, it's going to be one of those Daniel Jones days. This was one of the games where, uh, if this one was going to be competitive, it would have told us, it would have given us a way better feeling going into the rest of the slate on Sunday. But you knew that when this game was a blowout. You're like, all these games are going to suck. It yeah. was a good bellwether for how the Sunday was going to go. And it was competitive for the first quarter. And then, and to- then Tony gets hurt. Yeah, and then, yeah, Kadarius Tony gets hurt, which the Giants, 
I know that every team thinks that they have the worst injury luck. I do actually think the Giants might have the worst injury luck, at least this year, because it feels like every time they have a guy step forward, he gets injured. I think they're down to like their fourth and fifth string wide receivers that are starting right now. Yeah. Obviously, Saquon's out for... I don't know, probably forever with a softball-sized ankle. Yep. Um, yeah, but that I, sucked because Kadarius Tony's fun to watch. They need to bring Madison Hedgecock back to the games. That'll get people back out to was it MetLife. Yes. Yeah, MetLife will be will be packed with we'll be buzzing. Uh, Farmers only day. Um. So yeah. So the the so uh, the Giants stink. Um. I think we're officially on Joe Judge watch. Yeah, because you can't be Joe Judge Correct. and coach the way that Joe Judge does. And lose. Correct. If you win, then everything's great, and it's like, oh, this guy's figured out how to coach in the NFL. He's a genius. Right. Because he makes his players run laps. But, uh, yeah, the hard-ass coaches, when they don't win, that's when things go sour. Correct. That's when your Shianos happen. Right. Things of that nature. Things, Yeah, things fall apart very quickly for Joe Judge types. Um, and speaking of their injuries, Joe Judge, in a blowout, was playing all the starters at the end of the game, mm-hmm. which is another one like, hey... Maybe you're not the guy. Maybe pack it in, yeah. Yeah, maybe pack it in. Maybe maybe protect your players, your already like walking wounded team. I just think Joe Judge, he feels like he feels like the first to go. Do you think that uh gun to your head, if you're a Giants fan, do you miss like do you allow yourself in, in secret moments to admit that maybe you miss McAdoo just a little bit? Oh, I miss him. I mean, those big suits. I miss him. Yeah, the, the slick giant hair. suits, the hair, the mustache, the tiny door that he had to his office. At least he we, was funny. We never actually confirmed whether or not that was true, but it's my favorite rumor that McAdoo had like a door that went into his office that was 60% the size of a normal door. Every <laughs> other door in the building. I choose to believe it's true because it's funny. Cam, would you take McAdoo back? No. No, he said no. no? Cam says no. No, absolutely not. I... I would take him back just because he is a funny in, in the slick back hair and the oversized suit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Joe Judge, it feels like Joe Judge is about to, it, a couple more weeks and he could be the first coach fired. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. Because um, almost every other coach running through the list, they are either in a situation they knew they were going to be shitty going into this year. It's it's rare to have a combination of like a relatively new coach that has expectations that's being judged against right. him. Joe Judge, unfortunately for him, has expectations. Right, exactly. Um, and uh, in terms of the Rams, another one of those ones that you just chalk up to good teams just blow out bad teams. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Stafford had an incredible no-look pass. Did you see that? I did. Well, no, Big Cat, because his name isn't Patrick Mahomes, that's so true. the media didn't that's talk about it. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was an incredible no-look pass. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is now through six weeks – Half statistically halfway to a career year, his career year, which he had a couple years ago, where he had like ten touchdowns, eleven hundred yards. I think he's at five touchdowns, six hundred yards right now. So he is on fire. Um, and yeah, the Rams, like credit to the Rams for kicking the shit. That that <clears throat> second quarter where they scored twenty eight points, and that was just it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know what else to say besides the Rams are a lot better than the Giants right now. So yeah, Jake brought it up earlier, but the double revenge game coming next week—that'll be some good storylines. Let's play guess I whose line is it anyway. Guess whose line is the game? It? It's Hank, in Detroit, Detroit right? right? All right, guess whose line is it anyway? In De- it's, it's in, in LA. LA. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say Rams minus. <sighs> I'm gonna go eleven and a half. I'm gonna go thirteen and a half. Okay. 13 and a half. Rams minus 13 and a half. 14 and a half. Ooh. Whoa. I think I got to take Dan Campbell. Damn. Four, no, don't. 
don't do this to yourself. <laughs> well, I know he'll kick a field goal at the end of the game. Yeah, I just... I Can I bet on the Lions not to get shut out? That's yeah, what I want to do. We should put that okay, up there. I'll put that Will Dan in there. Campbell attempt a sad field goal? Yes. Although, I'm, what? Absolute hard-out move to, to, to trot Russell Wilson out there when he's not even playing. Oh, oh I didn't captain? see that. Yeah. That is. I bet you he's not even That's a captain ridiculous. right now. He's just taking mental reps. What is Russell Wilson doing out there? That was We should just talk about this game real quick. Uh, I can't believe that Russell Wilson got caught uh, practicing his two-minute drive by himself on the field beforehand. That mm-hmm. was crazy. I've never... I, th- I think he wanted to just do that in, in peace mm-hmm. and not have anyone see it. Uh, but unfor- unfortunately, yeah. the NBC cameras, because it is a nationally televised game, did catch him going through that. And ev- and it ended up going around Twitter and social media and being like, look at Russell Wilson. He, he cares so much. He's not even playing tonight, but he's still practicing before the it's game. It's reminiscent of Hard Knocks when uh, J.J. didn't know that HBO was filming yeah, at the time. Right. And he was rapping to Fort Minor. Right. It's, it's sad because like these are private moments that these athletes are trying to have, trying to improve their craft, get better. I mean, the dedication that he has... To you know, just happen to need to do this exercise right before their game that was going to be on national television. Like it shows you this, this guy works hard. Okay, yes, and he doesn't do it for the accolades. Nope, he does it because he loves the game. He misses the game. Mm-hmm. He's only been he's only been out of the game for one week. Mm-hmm. He misses it that bad that he's got to practice it by himself like a crazy person, running routes and and running in the pocket and running a two minute offense. And again, I think that anyone who uh, tweeted out that video should uh, be reprimanded and because it was clear that Russell Wilson was trying to have a private moment mm-hmm. by himself with no cameras around because that's just the type of guy he is. Yeah, great. he's a great guy, great leader. And it is the first weekend that he's never played while he's been in the NFL. So he does, He actually doesn't know what to do for himself. He's going to do this every week, He's absolutely he? doing it. Yeah, he's doing it every I, single week. He strikes week. me as a guy that would have like a, a commercial, a new commercial that would come out for like, I don't know, Bose headphones or something like that, sponsoring that particular week of his recovery. Right. Like, it's going to be finger week next week. Well, no, that's actually not a good No, that's put not. It. We'll go back to the drawing board on that one. Yeah. Um, but also, th- this game had a fan on the field, too, right in the first quarter. Yes, that's right. We've the We're, we're entering a very dangerous time where I think we're going to have to have some hard discussions as a society. Uh, and I warned you guys about this. We need to see the fans on the field. Yes. We need to show us the show fans. Them. I want to see them getting lit up. I want to see how they run around. I want to be able to grade a fan's performance eluding security forces. We can see them on the internet. The videos are going to get out anyways. Just show them on the national broadcast. I want to have I want to have Kevin Harlan narrating it like it's a cat that's running across the field at, at MetLife. Yes. I, I want to get that little bit of pleasure from watching sports on TV. Why do they not show them? I need it. I agree. I, it, they rob us of the moment. We know the fans there. Yeah. We see him run on the field, show the whole thing. I want to see the fan juke out one security guard who might be a little bit overweight. The security guard falls over, tips over onto his nose, and then the next guy lights him up. I That's a beautiful piece of choreography that I think we're deprived of. Here's, the pro, here's a little pro tip for all the uh, media companies out there who are broadcasting these games. You're trying to get everyone to watch your streaming service? Mm-hmm. Have there be a policy on your streaming service that you will always show any fan that runs on the field. You get, yeah, you can pay extra for that. I will. I would absolutely fan, be like, all right, fan. I'm going to watch this game on the cock and not on NBC. Yeah, it's uh, it's just it's weird because you know, like you see the, the actual game of football 
where you've got TJ Watt just like punching people in the face, and then they're like, "No, but we can't show this fan." Yeah, we can't show the fan. By the way, I did learn today that you're not allowed to punch somebody in football. Yeah, I always I knew that you couldn't do it after the play. I knew that you couldn't try to punch them in their face. But you're not allowed to try to punch somebody in their body. Which is kind of bullshit. It is bullshit. You should be able to punch. You should absolutely be able to That's punch. The, the next iteration of the XFL should be like, guess what? Punching is allowed. Yeah, punching is back. version of football. Yes. Because we're not anti-football pussies. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be able to punch. You can punch any part of the body. It will be fun. It will be heavyweights punching each other. Or one guy gets to punch. Yeah. One yes, guy per one team. one puncher yes. per team. And he has a knife. Um, the... Big Ben pump fake. He's just he's been playing with with fire. Mm. He just loves to pump. He's pumping all the time, and then he finally pumped himself into a fumble. Yeah. Um, no more tuck rule. I learned that tonight. Didn't realize that. I forgot that they got rid of it. But yeah, Big Ben just pump. He he just loves to pump fake. The pump fakes are, and they were talking about it earlier in the broadcast too. They were saying how you know how dynamic his pump fakes are. How he gets everybody to bite on him. And we saw exactly why. It's because when Ben usually tries to do a pump fake, he actually believes he's going to pass the ball Correct. until the very, very last second. Correct. So it, it isn't really a pump fake. It's just an aborted pass at yes. that point. Yes. And so you saw him try to do that in this game, and he just he he held on like one half second too long. It looked like he had spider tack on the end of his hand. The ball like stuck in, and he knew that he was in trouble when his arm was fully extended. He's like, well, I've gone too far now, so yeah. this is going to end I'm poorly. I'm fucked. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, uh, why don't we do a quick ad, and then we will. I will talk about Aaron Rodgers owning my entire life. Okay. Uh, yeah, before we get to that, I want to talk to you guys about our great friends of our upside. Love upside. We use it here. It's easy to use. It's a great way to get real cash when you're shopping online. It really, really adds up. So you download the Get Upside app in the App Store or on Google Play right now. Use promo code TAKE, and you can earn cash back on things like gas and food that you're buying anyway. It turns errands into earnings. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can earn cash back on the things that you need so you can spend on the things that you love. There's been over $100 million total earned by users GetUpside is great for your wallet, and it's great for the businesses that you care about. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to three hundred dollars a month in cash back. In cash back, it's free money. Would would you not want free money? I know I would I like free, free money. money. So you can go download the GetUpside app. Use promo code Take. That's promo code Take when you download the GetUpside app in the App Store. Just download that free app. Play right now, use promo code TAKE, and you will get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. So go visit our great friends 
over at GetUpside and download that up today. Okay. Uh, Packers 24, Bears 14. All right, you want to do Ravens Chargers? <laughs> I think what Aaron Rodgers did today is disgusting. I think it's gross. I don't understand the taunting rules in the NFL. He mm-hmm. gets to uh, say, so the exact quote was, I've owned you all my fucking life. I own you. I still own you. That was to the Bears fans. He said that there was some phantom uh, Bears fan, a woman who was giving him the finger. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. I would like to see video proof before I believe that. Wait for all the facts to come out. Yeah, yeah wait for all the facts to come out. In all seriousness, it was funny because I tweeted that right after, and I had, uh, you know when you get the Twitter crossover to, it gets retweeted to enough people that have no idea who you are, Mm -hmm. that I had like 1,500 replies of people just calling me soft, and Mm -hmm. like, this is insane that you actually are this upset about it. I am this upset about it. I'm not obviously upset that he talks shit. the, The worst part about the entire experience is he's correct. He does own me. He owns my life. The two worst days of my year are when the Bears play the Packers, and I have to watch. It's the same thing every year. And even in the first quarter, I was like, oh, my God, Like this was an awesome first drive. We The game starts. We play great defense. Justin Fields takes him down the field, score a touchdown. This is going to be different. No, 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 no. It's never different. Aaron Rodgers owns my fucking life, and I'm sick of it. And I just, I'm sad about it. The thing is, he, he knows that he owns you. You know that he owns you. It just didn't need to be said. Right. It was mean. It was, it was, under, mean spirited. It was understood. You it's know, mean like, spirited. I get it. It's not like you were sitting here pretending that he didn't own you. Uh, it, it was, yeah, it was very mean spirited. And thoughts and prayers to this one Bears fan on Reddit. Uh, oh, I saw did that. you see this? I'm going to do yeah. a little Monday reading. I mean, it's he's everything he says is right. It's one it. thing as a fan to see Aaron Rodgers saunter into the end zone to score the game ceiling touchdown with his own two hands. It's what he's been doing for literally my entire life as a Bears fan, and sometimes it just be like that. But to hear him, <laughs> all right, now I'm on team Aaron Rodgers right now. Uh, but to hear him stare the crowd down and yell. I own you, I still own you, crushed my soul to a new level. It served as a reminder that Aaron Rodgers isn't just an idea. He's a real human being that comes into our city once a year and fucks my shit up. Aaron Rodgers is the boogeyman, and I fully expect him to be there when I die. Staring into my eyes, smiling softly, I still own you. Yeah. No, it's terrible. He's 22-5 and against the Bears. Uh, Renfrey doesn't begin to cut it. It's not situation. even rent free because rent free, like I, I admit everything. You know what I mean? Like you, rent free is when you're like, oh, I, it doesn't bother me. It bothers me. It sucks. It sucks how much he owns the Bears. They've beaten the Bears have beaten the Packers three times in the last decade. One was because Joe Philbin was coaching. Another was Shea McClellan broke Aaron Rodgers in half. So yeah, remember that Aaron Rodgers, Shea McClellan fucking snapped you in half. You bitch. Um. That was mean of me. I don't want to stoop to his level. No, that, when he goes that was, low, I go high. I think that was well deserved. Well, the fact that he went after an entire city made it, I guess, so he could get away with it. Because if you taunt one person, yeah. it's a crime. If you taunt a million people, it's a statistic. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not rent-free. It's because it's he, I admit it, like, it just sucks. He fucking beats the Bears all every time, and it sucks, and there's... Nothing I can do about it, and every time I go into it thinking it's going to be different, and every time it's the exact same thing, and it just is what it is. I just have to – this is why 
when I was like obsessed with him maybe retiring in the offseason, you understand why. Yeah, because I get the it. idea, like the best part of my year was the fact that there was a moment in time when I thought Aaron Rodgers might actually retire. Well, he he definitely considered it, but I think that this is why he came back. I, I think that he obviously doesn't well, he didn't do it to win Super Bowls. Well he doesn't he doesn't have like he's not a football guy. He doesn't like bleed football, obviously. He has a wife and he likes art. Uh, so he has other things that he's Correct. interested in. Correct. Big red flag, yes. first of all, in your quarterback. Huge red flag. But what he really loves is just making an entire city of people pissed off at him. It's he it's loves so, it. It's personal. He's he yeah. personally he loves, loves to be hated to do this to to the Bears. I think he hates football fans, and so <sighs> the best way that he can get back at football fans is just by beating their teams. So I I, I don't really have any spin zones. I don't have anything. Positive. I do think Justin Fields played well at times. I do. I also think that like his processing needs to speed up. There's times when he, like he doesn't run. He doesn't run when it's clearly a time to run. He he kind of like moves to try to get more time for his guys down down the field, mm-hmm. and he misses opportunities to pick up plays with his legs. So I you know there's Geno Smith just fumbled. Um, TJ yeah TJ Watt just ran the punch play again. The punch play. Uh, so it's you know it it's bad. Like I think the Bears are still in that weird zone of they're not terrible, but they're clearly not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they had won this game, I would have been like, ooh, they might be good. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers owns me. It's it's awful. I I don't even know when we play them again, but it will be another worst day of my year. And as long as he's on the Packers twice a year, every year, I will be miserable and everything will suck and my soul will be crushed. It kind of kicks when ass. When do we play to, again? It kind of it kicks ass to have a Sunday Nemesis night football. Though, can it be flexed? 12th. Oh, it can be flexed. Yeah, that can be flexed. Don't I don't but want that. I don't a want flex that. would probably involve you guys going on a big losing streak. You I don't, don't want, want that, that either. I honestly that might be better. That might be better than having to do Sunday night football. I think I might just it's gonna be Sunday night football and he's gonna own you. Uh, Billy, if if we get to Sunday night if it's Sunday night football, Bears Packers, I I give you permission to hit me with a frying pan and knock me out. <laughs> Drop a piano on my head when I'm not looking. Knock me out and wake me up on Monday. Seriously. Okay, gotcha. All right, thank you. Um other notes from the game, Eddie Jackson can't tackle. That really sucks, and Razul Douglas should be in jail for okay. what he did to Justin Fields. Noted. That was, a, that was a dirty hit. Also, Justin yeah, Fields, jail. he had another nice fumble recovery today. Yes, he did. Yes, he's, he did. he's amazing he's at recovering the king of fumbles. Yes. He's the king of them. Um, and Khalil Herbert ha- is like he's doing a great job as the third running back now mm-hmm. because we've had injuries and COVID and all that shit. Uh, and then guess what? The Bears have to play the Bucks next week on nationally televised four twenty five games. So Fun. that will be awesome. Uh, all right, let's keep going. Uh, you want to do Chiefs Washington football team? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we'll, I'll just pass the baton of sad. Okay, this is yeah. We're we're fucking losers on this show. Yeah, no, it's a lo- it's, it's Loserville. Lo- I yeah. said it was, it, we all lost. Uh, it's Loserville. I'll give you some stats and then I'll let you take it from there. Um, Pat, so the game starts. Yeah, everyone expects the Chiefs to have their big bounce back game. There's big galvanizing. The Chiefs are okay. It didn't go that way. Patrick Mahomes was bad in the first half. He was 13 for 23, 222 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, he sucked. His mom was making excuses on Twitter saying, uh, okay, people, that sh- this was talking about the interception where he threw it, and Tyree Kill, it went through Tyree Kill's hands, bounced up, 
intercepted. She said, okay, people, that should not be an interception on the QB. That should be a fumble or anything else. Just putting it out there, go Chiefs. I love that from her. Yeah. That's ride or die. I actually like that yeah, from that's mom. Ride or die. I don't expect a mom. It would be concerning to me if the mom was like, yeah, that that pass could have been better, Patrick. Yes. That's that's what you would expect like a hardcore dad to do. Yes. To be like to actually give honest assessments. But mom, mom has to have your back. Has to. Yeah. All right. So last thing and then I'll, I'll let you just take it from there, but uh the game turned at halftime. Spot Rack, is that am I saying that? Right? I think it's Spot Rack, the place where you can look up all the contracts. Yep. Tweeted out Mahomes has $440 million left on his contract, 69 guaranteed through 2023. So, mm. like, we were at that point where they were – it's an absurd tweet to have. Is Patrick Mahomes it's, an albatross? Yeah, it's an yes. absurd – but we had reached that point. Had, like, even Stephen Che was saying, other quarterbacks get killed for this. Why is Patrick Mahomes get off the hook? Well, I'll tell you why he gets off the hook. Because in the second half, he went 19 for 24, 175 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. And, yeah, he's still the best quarterback in the NFL when he's like on. We were we were literally having the debate like has the league figured out Patrick Mahomes yes. in the first half of this game and it's like no trust me he's still Patrick Mahomes he'll be fine. Although if they did want to trade him to the Washington football team I would give up Taylor Heineke. Yes. He's an asset but So I, yeah, so you take it from there. Tell so I mean you, Taylor I, Heineke I may have, yeah. I may have I may have spoke slightly too soon on saying Taylor Heineke is our guy. He's a guy. I think he's gone to he's he's definitely a guy and he's there and he can be the guy, but a lot of times he's just not the guy. Yes, and so he had he had some really bad interceptions today. Didn't play well all in all, but I mean the main story going into this week was how you know if you had told me week one when the you remember when the stadium actually leaked shit mm-hmm. onto Washington football team fans. I do. If you had told me that wouldn't be the worst in stadium experience of the year, I would have probably said that you're crazy. Turns out they figured out a way to one-up it by announcing the uh, Sean Taylor jersey retirement three days before they were going to have the game, leading a lot of people to be like, yo, does this have anything to do with the giant fail son Bruce Allen's emails mm-hmm. that keep coming out? Um, and they the team denied that it was. Some of the family members close to Sean Taylor were saying that they just heard about it like three days ago. I know that they had like an event planned Four months ago, they said, "Okay, we're gonna. This is gonna be alumni weekend, and we're gonna take that opportunity to honor Sean Taylor at halftime. We're gonna dedicate a road to him." That was clearly all planned out in advance. But every single time I've seen somebody from the team defend uh, this jersey retirement, they've been very careful with their language, and they've said it was always our intent to honor Sean Taylor. Uh. But I haven't seen anything that says, like, literally, we had always planned to retire his jersey. And the Washington football team doesn't retire jerseys. I think we have two other jerseys that we've ever retired in the history of the franchise. I have a question for yes. you. Um, at least no one did a TikTok on his number on the field, right? No, that that's actually... Oh. It was a fire TikTok, though, Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> he always brings it. So you, I got I to gotta say, like, the art may have been worth it in that context. <laughs> no, um... It was bad. It, <laughs> so it, it was, like, it was I, bad. It just it, everything you just said, and then add on the fact that Jackson Mahomes and there's a picture of him standing in a very roped off area. Yes, that is Sean Taylor's number spray painted onto the field. It's like you know what it's <laughs> like at um at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. R.P. David Baker. Oh fuck, not man. dead, but no, not dead. Well, still with us. As far as 
As far as we're concerned, yes. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so you know how they had Goodell's chair set up behind those ropes? That was like what the what the spray painted jersey number on the field was, and they definitely had to step over those ropes. He's like, "This is actually a great place for a TikTok." Yeah. If, you know what? If if I die, I give Jackson Mahomes permission to film a TikTok dance at my funeral. Okay. Okay. I would actually like to be memorialized. That, that was way tough. From, that was tough, but. Um, I, I gotta say, like I've I've seen a lot of dirty shit from this franchise. Yeah, and this might cost me my position as the Washington Football Fan amb- Ambassador. Um, I, but but if they literally were exploiting Sean Taylor's death, the one player that I care about, right. the one bright spot that we've had, like Sean Taylor's my favorite football player of all time. Everybody in that city absolutely loves him. Uh, and if they were exploiting his death to get the stank off of their front office, um, or people that used to work in their front office. That's a new low, and I and I think they were. I I might be out. No, I, that's out, out. That's that's a very that's a low. I never thought that they would ever stoop to. But I, yeah, I, I mean, might, I kind of actually thought they would. I might be. Yeah, again, <laughs> nothing. But it way, actually is very yeah, Washington football team. The Bruce Allen emails are very <laughs> funny too because it's very clearly his job as the ultimate fail son, the the son of the former coach of the team, his job was like, okay, uh, go sit at a desk for 12 hours a day um, and email the guy, email bikini pictures to the guy that you most recently played golf with. Right. And then make a joke about a black guy getting an interview. Right. And that was your day-to-day job. Yes. And obviously didn't produce anything on the field. But I probably shouldn't be... I shouldn't be shocked at anything no. at this point, especially after the shit leak situation. But... Um, but it's bad. It's it's really bad if that's what I, what actually like went down, and, and I that's think how it they is. planned it out. Yeah, and so in terms of the game too. Yeah, well, the defense is bad. So I, I said this to JP Finley on Friday when I went on DC. I said, if you're going to plan the Sean Taylor jersey retirement well in advance, how about just not make it against the Chiefs? Right. Right. If we were if we truly had this planned out four months ago. I don't know. Can we maybe find out when the Lions are coming to town? A game we could actually win. Yeah. Uh, but to to play against the Chiefs, yeah, that was. You know what though? I always had this one circled as a loss when I looked at the schedule. So, there you go. So uh, good news is we get to get back on the right track by playing against the Bucks and the Packers. Oh. And at Denver, so pretty good stuff. Um. Yeah. I mean, like looking at the schedule, do play, do it against the Seahawks Monday Night Football right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, like like give him a, give it a national audience where you can actually honor him. Mm-hmm. It's just it's gross, it's disgusting, and uh, also the defense is too. The defense is really bad. It's I it's it's still. Do you know? Do you know how dumb I am? I no one cares about your fantasy team. I drafted the Washington football team in fantasy defense because mm-hmm. I was like they were so good last year, and I just forgot I had done that. And I was just losing, and then I realized this week, I was like, oh, I'm getting like negative points every single week because yeah. they're that bad. So you, by benching your defense, you're <laughs> yes. scoring more points. Yes. I picked up the Panthers. I was like, okay, we'll try this. Because it's just it's baffling they're this bad. I also really, can someone do an investigation onto what Chase Young is doing with his helmet? Did you see in the first half? So the first half, he had like a million pieces of tape. That he, was a Sean Taylor thing. Oh, that Sean was Sean Taylor. Taylor. He and then he to took it off, up, yeah. though. I don't know why he took it off. Probably because it, it might be harder to see through it. Yeah. I don't I, know. But, yeah, he, he was doing something. But did then he took it off. He, I was I, like, why did you take it off? I saw that he changed it. Um, Chase also comes out of the game at weird times. Yeah, he does. I don't know why, but like a, on a third down in the third quarter, I don't know that he should really be off the field. Because he's still good. 
I hope. No, he I is hope. very good. No, 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 he's very good. You still have that. I just don't. I, Everyone's it, talking about his consecutive games without a missed tackle streak. That's that's go. the new Ravens hundred yard rusher. That's huge. I I just don't. It's baffling to me how they can be this bad. I don't. I think that's. Oh, I mean, probably a Jack Del Rio. Like you're going to have to just fire him and hope it gets better. Um, but and then it doesn't. Add, it doesn't help the fact that Taylor Heineke is 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 not good. He's not. He's a guy. He's not. I think. I think we also. The last couple of weeks we've answered the question: If Ryan Fitzpatrick gets healthy, I think he has his job back. I would. I would say at this point, yes. Right. So that kind of tells you everything about Taylor. But Heineke. we'll always have that Giants game. We always have that Giants and game at Davis Busters, which Co- feels like ten years ago. Yep. Um, and Video we'll, this week. What? Video that. Video this week. Oh, what? Did you guys play a competition? Maybe. Who? Billy versus Jake? Maybe. And how'd it go? You'll have to tune in and find out. Did Billy, did you win? A couple. Oh, okay. Out of how many? A lot. Okay. But they were... A couple was, out of a lot. But they're like cool ones. It wasn't oh, like... Oh, they're the cool you ones. You guys didn't do like, uh, like a sports competition or like anything no, that involved athletics. there's no real athletics. sports. There's no... Yeah. We should go do some real sports. Just acts like for what? What would you compete with against Jake in? Because I think Jake would beat you in everything. Just, we could do like... 40-yard dash. Okay. Bench press max. Okay. Squats. You're describing yeah. exercising. Mm-hmm. Well, we could also like play basketball. Mm-hmm. Not what tennis. Cause what about Papa Shot? That's pretty close to basketball. Did yeah, you guys do that? Like, oh. That's, you must have won that. No, that's like not real basketball shooting. Oh, okay. I when actually do you think Jake could beat Billy in real basketball. You think so? Yeah. Okay, that's what we're doing on Thursday. I don't think so. I don't we're, think so. I don't think so. Jake, I, th- I think no, Jake I don't could. Think so. I don't no, let's think go so. play basketball. Billy I, play Billy plays basketball like a football player, and yeah. that's that you can't beat that guy one on one. He was tackle. He would just try to just back Jake down the yeah. whole time. We'll, we'll do that. Okay. Um, no, let's not do that. Let's watch the video where well, you yeah. win a couple out of a lot. Then I think we'll we make might, another video. We might yeah. have to suspend you from playing sports after this performance. Yeah, it's a bad look for all. Of us. Yeah. What? Because we're fucking no, losers already. Is. But yeah. like, at least we still have. You know the card in her back pockets of like I haven't gotten beaten in a decathlon by Jake. Yeah, and we also we like oh we got this one guy. I always tell people they're always like hey tell me about like part of my take. I'm like well we got this one guy Billy. He's a sick fucking athlete. <laughs> so now I can't say that anymore. Mm-hmm. That's I always the line I use. We probably need to drop football from <laughs> your last name. Ooh, that actually nice. Oh, you don't want it anymore? Yeah. Because, what the fuck? Because I don't play football anymore. So I feel like a fraud. But you haven't for the last couple of years. Yeah, exactly. So can okay. we just drop it? All right, fine. Billy, Bi- William, that's fine. Sweet. All right, we're not dropping it. Um, last thing about the Chiefs. So Patrick Holmes does have, he is third now in the NFL in interceptions. Zach Wilson has nine. Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. has eight. Patrick Holmes also has eight. So he's second, actually. Tied for second. The one that he had in the first half today was ridiculous. The, the second one? Yeah. That was, he... So uh, it's weird because obviously anyone who's tweeting out, like, why does Patrick Mahomes get away with this? Well, the reason why he gets away with it is because he has a Super Bowl. He has an MVP. He threw 50 touchdowns. He's fucking electric. There's a reason why he gets, like, rope here. Mm -hmm. It's just the same way that, like, Aaron Rodgers gets rope when he has bad games or Tom Brady. There is something, like, a little off, but I'm not concerned long term. But there is definitely – they're not – they're not as sharp as they have been in the past. The the cuteness thing is an issue. Yeah, for sure. They again got real cute with it today. He they, just needs to honestly. They want it. It's like they're coaching. Andy Reid's calling plays, trying to get boops. Yeah, I and and I listen. I don't know. I don't want to diagnose someone uh, from afar, but 
I think maybe Patrick Mahomes should just start taking Adderall. And okay. he probably would just be back to Patrick Mahomes. Because it does feel like he gets like almost bored with yeah, the game he's, time. He's beaten it at the final level. Right. So he's got to do something to make it hard again. He's right. Gotta, he's got to recapture that. Well, you know what they're all saying? What? That his baby's keeping him up at night. Oh. That's like the, all the Kansas City Chief fans, like the diehard ones, are like, yeah, like that's X not Factor. True. Yeah, he's like Patrick Mahomes, ever since that kid came around, has been playing well. Oh, jeez. Well, the kid's, it's like, the kid's a mush, like Jersey Jerry's. Well, kid. no longer. He, they won the Steelers one, which, it, by the way, TJ Watt, that was an incredible play to punch out. Yeah, good job punching, TJ. Um, <laughs> good job, TJ. I don't believe clap that, but yeah, clap it yeah. up. Good job, TJ. Uh, we should talk about X Factor a little bit. He got he got kicked out of Arrowhead Stadium. He's not allowed back there. Yes, banned for life. Banned for life. Bad boy. Yeah, he was at he was at Raul John today. He was Could see him trying to take pictures. Uh-huh. Most famous guy in the world. Kind of upstaging Sean Taylor's day. Yeah, that's fine though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if you have to share a day with one super fan, I'm glad that it's X Factor. <laughs> um, his last right. game ever. Yeah, his last. Well. He's going to go to away games. I have a I have a feeling that other teams will rally start, and support start and preemptively him. ban him. Yeah, he's going to be blackballed. Yeah. Um, okay, so that was Chiefs Washington football team, um, Vikings Panthers, Vikings Panthers. This was actually a great game. It was, and in large part. So I'm ready to do something that um, a lot of people will be happy I'm doing. I'm going to give Kirk Cousins his flowers. Okay. He was very, very good today. He is winning these games in spite of Mike Zimmer trying to lose them with conservative coaching at the end and just weird things that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins is now, uh, I think, every single game they've played. The Vikings play in a tight game every single week. Mm-hmm. I think all six games he's had to drive them late, and he's done it – He's in five of the six games, he's driven them into field goal range or a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So he's playing well. He deserves a lot of credit. The first half was bad. He missed some throws. But the second half, he was very good. Three touchdowns. He also, this is a crazy Kirk Cousins stat. Um, again, I, I still don't believe in him long term. But giving him his flowers right now, Kirk Cousins is only behind Aaron Rodgers for uh having the most games with three or more touchdowns and zero interceptions in the last year and a half. He's got 11 games like that, three mm-hmm. or more touchdowns, zero interceptions since 2020. The king of Kirktober. That's this crazy. Is, yeah, he, he he played really well today. He's kind of he's had some bad luck too with the kicker situation in Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings should just not have a kicker. Yeah, no, he they, won this game twice. Yeah, he, he won drove it twice. them forty six yards in forty two seconds. Yes. for a field goal, missed it. Then he drove them seventy five yards for a touchdown in overtime. Yes. so he gets a double win. Having having to win these games when you have a kicker that kicks for the Minnesota Vikings is extra hard to do. Correct. Uh, and he went down there. He's like, you know what? We're just going to score a touchdown. So that way we don't have to worry about sending our field goal kicker out there to miss another one. But right. I don't know I don't know what you do if you're a Minnesota Vikings fan because everyone knew, every true Minnesota Vikings fan knew when they put their kicker out there that he was going to miss that field goal at the end right. of the game. It was, it's just a given that it's going to happen. It must be it must be so torturous to have like a good solid team that's had opportunities in like the last 15 years to do big things in the playoffs but just also know it, we're never going to have a kicker, and so never. it's never going to work out long term. And it's Kirk course. Cousins, and it's Kirk Cousins. So yeah, that's a, that's another playoff limitation that you have. But he's playing awesome. He's playing really well right now. And Mike Zimmer's going to like die coaching this team because yeah. they they're in t- a lot of his own doing. Like Mike Zimmer basically brought the. He, I think they 
I think with like a minute left, and obviously Sam Darnold's not good. We we were talking about it last week, but Sam Darnold, the idea that Sam Darnold was fixed because he left the Jets is just insane. He was bad again today, even though his team had seven drops, which is insane. But Mike Zimmer, it was, I think, third and eight with like a minute plus left, and he ran the ball to punt it. Mm-hmm. It's like, why Why are you doing this? And you, you could say to yourself, well, we don't think Sam Darnold's going to go 90 yards. But also, like, Kirk Cousins was having a great game. They were passing all over the place. The The Panthers couldn't defend the pass. It's just Mike Zimmer keeps putting Kirk Cousins in situations where Kirk Cousins has to get him out of it. And he's doing it right now, but it's obviously not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, best case scenario in Mike Zimmer's head was they were going to get it to, like, fourth and one. Yeah. And then put all the pressure on Kirk Cousins to try to get that first down. They were not, yeah. It, it, sometimes he he gets like a little too conservative in his play calling. Um, I I thought it was very funny how at the start of the game, on the very first play from scrimmage, Sam Darnold threw an interception. Yeah. I always love it when that happens. Yes, it's like it's going to be one of those kinds of days. I actually think that it's better to do that in terms of all the attention that you'd get for a bad interception. It's way better to do it on the very first play of the game because the game hasn't started yet. It's right. basically. Basically, a long kickoff return it's that you just up. that you just gave up. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, he he's he's not fixed. He's Sam Bre- Darnold. Breaking news: He's not fixed. He's, he's not fixed. Yes, we just. I think the idea of the Jets being so toxic that they could ruin some unbelievable quarterback was so alluring to everyone mm-hmm. that we're like Sam Darnold. He's fixed. Oh, actually, it turns out that the Panthers played uh, the Texans. Mm-hmm. They played the Jets. They did beat the Saints, which was Saints are just the yo-yo team of the year. But I think we can officially say that the Panthers are not going to be good. They could be frisky. They could be. They could. They could be frisky, they, but they're not good. They're a team that's going to win a game that they have no business winning yes. later on this year. And one thing that's a little concerning to me is Matt Rule. His dimensions are changing as a human being. It's mm-hmm. like he's getting compressed. He's getting vertically, squished. yeah, vertically. Yeah. He's getting compressed. He's getting wider and shorter. He's going into the, the machine that they squish cars in. Yeah, yeah, the compactor, the tra- yeah. trash compactor. Um, yeah, the uh, now that I said the Vikings stink, uh, or sorry, the Panthers stink. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. They play the Giants and the Falcons next two weeks, so they might end up being back to like, ooh, are the Panthers good? Mm-hmm. No, they're not. Just remind us, Jake. Set a reminder: Panthers aren't good. Don't fall for it. It's like memento. Uh, set the reminder to his lies for November first, please. Um, yeah, Sam Darnold was seventeen for forty-one. That's when you're a quarterback. Uh-huh. You can't you can't be uh, like that far apart with numbers. You have to throw. If you were seventeen for thirty-eight, yeah, no, the three the three digits is, yeah, is you, bad. One to four, right? You can't have that. You have to get to twenty twenty. 22 of 45 mm-hmm. doesn't look that bad. But if it's compared to 17 for 41. Yeah, 17 out of 40 is way worse than if you go 22 to 49. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And but it, the reason why is because our at least my brain, I just look at any sort of quarterback completion rating and I just divide it and I I check to see if it can go into it twice. Mm-hmm. So if it's if they're less than 50%, that's what I look for and automatically I'm like, okay, that guy sucks. He stinks. But if it's over 50%, I'm like, wow, that He's a gunslinger. Yeah. That's that's like the line right there between gunslinger and shithead is if you can get consistently like 50% of your passes completed in a game, I'll give you a little bit longer of a rope. And in today's NFL, if you're if you have 17 pass completions, I think once you get past 25 
pass attempts, it sucks. Uh huh. Because it's just something about like the uh, any number below twenty. Even 19 is okay. I could deal with a 19. But 17, like 17 for 23 is good. That's mm-hmm. a Drew Brees game, uh, late career. But like 17 for 27, that's terrible. Not good. That's terrible. Not good. So just don't ever get stuck on 17. That looks really, really bad. You should have had him throw just a screen pass at the end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, Ravens Chargers. The Ravens are really fucking good. And I think the Chargers, we have to downgrade just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a tiny little bit. Uh, but the Ravens, like, coming off a overtime emotional win on Monday night to then playing the Chargers today. Chargers, we all think, one of the best teams in the AFC. They fucking killed them. So I'm going to chalk this one up to a matchup nightmare. Okay. I think, I think these two teams just don't match up well for the Chargers, which is one way of saying the Ravens are much better than them. Yeah, I was going to say that's Without that's fully admitting my take that the Chargers are going to be the best team in the NFL. Um, the Ravens, yes, they're very good. Uh they are more physical than the Chargers, mm-hmm. especially when they get the running game going. Chargers defense has a little bit of softness to it, it yep. turns out. Yep. Uh, and then the Ravens got Le'Veon Bell. He's on the Ravens. Good reminder, he had a touchdown today. It actually is crazy. I know that we, we're people have been making fun of the Ravens' 100-yard uh, rushing streak because, you know, what they did in Denver and everything where they were running the ball when the game was out of hand. But it is crazy that the Ravens are able to put together this type of running game with, like, what they lost their top three running backs in yeah. in July and August, yes. and they've been able to cobble it together. They had 187 yards today, which it actually brings their consecutive game streak to one. Yes, now. so they're starting it over again, and the, I mean just the way that it's built, you know, from the inside out. I think that's what you say, right? When, yeah. a, when a team has a strong like offensive line getting good push, you know what they do? They reset the line of scrimmage. They do. They, live they win it. it. They win. They, they win, win in the, the trenches yep, every single week. And uh, but yeah, they're just good. I, I actually, good I've talked about the Ravens being frauds in the past. I'm not going to say that this year. I think the Ravens are a legit, very, very good team, and they are in that like group of I don't know. Let's do it real quick off the top of our head in the AFC. I think it's Ravens, Bills, Bills Chiefs, Chiefs still, still yep. and then Chargers, Chargers. But the Chargers, like after watching today, are they? Yeah. Because that got, was a big step up. Like the Chargers have played against two big time opponents in the Cowboys and the Ravens, and they failed both those if tests. If this game is played at home, wait, was it at home for the Chargers? It was, at, it was in Baltimore. Okay, yeah. So if this game was played at home in Los Angeles with Boltman around, it's a different game. Okay. Uh, but th- I think that's the list, and I think those are the you know the the Ravens, the Bills, the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and maybe the Chargers are the three teams or four teams that I feel confident about in the AFC being like, okay, I could see this team going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I wanted to say the Browns. No, I no, wanted to. Can't, can't. What we could talk about the Browns next. Um, well, first we should we should also do the thing where like when Brandon Staley makes a really good play call on fourth down and gets real aggressive and it works, we cheer him. He went for it on fourth down uh, on his own 19. 19, yeah. Didn't get it. I loved it. Uh, so now we have to motherfuck him and no, be like, you're, I you idiot. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's actually like statistically the right call. It was also the... Uh, I'm a little concerned, though, because they, they did the thing where you can check and see what your expected win percentage increase would be. And he's getting these calls almost a little bit too perfectly. So he had like... It was one, one of the fourth downs that he went for today. It increases win probability by like... 0.5%. So it was it was a coin flip, but he chose the right side of the coin. Right. And it didn't work out, but he's getting like I think he actually has a math guy 
that yes. is telling him during the game he has that formula yeah. that he's looking up he's the just entire on Twitter time. Yeah, looking he's just, at it. Yeah, exactly. He just follows like uh, was it pro football. Not the focus one. Uh, Football Outsiders. Yeah, yeah. He just has a subscription to there. I did think, though, that that, um, that was actually that fourth down that you're talking about. I think it was like they were on their ni- own 19 and they were down 24-6, I want to say. Mm-hmm. That was the reverse of the sad field goal from Dan Campbell. That yeah. was the we're not we're going to keep trying to win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I, the Chargers got punked. Like, that was, a, that was just an ass-kicking. Mm-hmm. So, I actually, in a weird way, if you're a Chargers fan, all five of you, um, that is a, a game that you're probably weirdly, like, we needed that because that's, you, you know, you're, you're a young team trying to accomplish mm-hmm. big things, kind of a reset, like, oh, we're not there, let's get hungry again. Yeah, Billy, can you give me, like, a power ranking on, uh, like, the clown shit? And, yeah, compare, like, clown shit to the shit pumping to they got run over by a wagon. So, like, a shit pumping is more of just beating but not making the other team look comically bad. Okay. okay. But, like, putting up tons of numbers, it's more of a numerical stat, whereas okay. clowning is, like, doing Patrick Mahomes, underhand passing type stuff, even throwing ridiculously bad interceptions while still being the other team. But statistically, numerically, you can't tell that it was an absolute clown show. Got it. Okay, got it. Got it. So yeah. That actually makes sense. Yeah, so there was there a clown show this week? There was a clown show. Where was it? The Kansas City Chiefs okay. did end up clowning them. Right. Oh, Nah, you a, did I, say that it's while fair. it was happening, you're like, oh, that's some clown shit. It's fair. Yeah. And I think PFT fair. was like, no, that's not clown shit. And you're like, no, no, that was clown there shit. There was clown shit. That's and the then, high level talk we're yeah. having on Sunday afternoon. Other <laughs> side of it, more clown shit, but like a different type of clown shit. But then it was a clown show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so funny if you I, I sometimes think like if we could just put someone from a different country sit with us for an entire Sunday, like what the fuck are these guys talking about? Because I do, I I vividly remember the conversation happening when you were like, "That was some clown shit," mm-hmm. and PSC was like, "No, that wasn't clown shit. I They're think, not getting clown." I think like, I said, "No, bro, that was clown shit." <laughs> I think I, I was like, "That's not clown shit. That's some fuck shit." And then you're like, "No, that's clown," and I was like, "No, it's not clown. No, that's fuck. Fuck shit. <laughs> fuck shit was would happen at the end of the Cowboys Patriots game. There was oh, some fuck that, shit. It was that like was the some back and shit. forth. Like that was some fuck shit. That was some fuck shit. Uh, can do referees get suspended? Can referees they get should. suspended? Yeah, because the one ref in the Patriots yes. Cowboys game where he he turned on his fucking microphone and he made the signal of hold. But then he just didn't point in a direction to tell us yes. which side it was going to for 30 seconds. That referee should be penalized. Absolutely. We need to get that out of our game. Yes. No Absolutely. one wants to see that. Absolutely. Um, fuck shit, the ref, refs are usually involved. Yeah. So okay. like, That's giants, fuck shit happens. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. We mentioned the Browns almost being uh, – almost want to put them in the AFC contenders category. But let's do that game next. Cardinals 37, Browns 14. The Browns are teetering. I think the Browns are, like, they have to play short week at home, thankfully, against the Broncos, but they're teetering a- along, like, like, the lines of shit might fall apart mm-hmm. because everyone's injured. Like, they were missing both their offensive tackles. They were missing Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt got hurt. Baker Mayfield's shoulder definitely is affecting him, but the wheels are starting to come off for the Browns season. Yeah, once you lose Chunt. That's that's the formula for them winning games. It's just yeah. like pound him in the face with these two really good running backs and then let Baker do some play action stuff. So Baker's going to keep playing. He's got a non 
non-throwing shoulder that he just keeps dislocating. Yes. And so it's just going to happen every time he like lands on it. And it definitely is affecting hits. him his like ability to run and, and want and desire, desire to run. I would say desire yeah, to run. Yeah, but that yeah. matters for his his game. And I like we're a Baker podcast. We defend Baker, but I also think questions are fair right now. Let's just say that. Well, he's hurt. He's hurt. He's hurt. Also, Odell Beckham, what are you doing? I, he, what are you doing? He, every time he's on the field, it just doesn't work. I like. I don't know what it is. The chemistry. I don't know what it is. They need Jarvis Landry back. He's definitely like. He's definitely a good football player, but he also sucks. Yeah. Simultaneously. Yeah. How, how is that possible? I don't know. I just keep thinking of him taking like a slant to the house for the Giants and being like, "Where's that guy? Yeah. Like, why isn't that guy still here? Well, he's still there, but he. It just he sucks now. Yeah. It's crazy. And if they didn't get the Hail Mary, it actually would have looked way, way worse. They get mm-hmm. a Hail Mary at the end of the first half to score, you know, to make it like 23 14. You're like, ooh, this game might be on, but it was never on. The Cardinals are a lot better than the uh, Browns right now. And the Cardinals deserve a lot of credit because, like, even with all those injuries, the Cardinals didn't have their coach. And they are now like winning games. Uh, you know, they keep it tight with some bad opponents, mm-hmm. but they kicked the shit out of the Browns today. Also, JJ Watt had a Watt punch. He did. He, he did. He learned that from his brother. Uh, but yeah, he, he had a nice little strip sack. Wh- which Watt do you think we would rather have right now? Still TJ? Yeah. If we're doing Watt power rankings. Yeah. I would say so. TJ. No Derek, offense to JJ, but TJ is in Derek, his prime. JJ, yeah, TJ. I think JJ would probably say that in that order. Yeah, TJ is in his prime. Uh, but yeah, the cards. We said last week, if you win this game, I, I'm officially retracting my stance that the Cardinals give off candy ass vibes. Yeah, no, they're good. I, I'm retracting the word candy ass. I think that they're just they're just a good team. Kyler Murray is playing out of this world, and he didn't even need to run today. Like, mm-hmm. that's the piece with Kyler Murray when he doesn't even have to run, and he does that. He looked awesome passing the ball. They didn't have Cliff Kingsbury. I He probably is – I mean, he's probably the MVP right now if, if people voted. Uh, but, yeah, he, he was awesome, and the Cardinals are very much for real. So let's play a fun game. It's called Guess Who the Arizona Cardinals Backup Quarterback Is. Mm. Got in the game today. I think he had one rushing attempt. Mm. Who would you who would you guess? John Skelton. John Skelton? No. Remember him? Billy Evans. I do that guy. That guy just seemed destined to to live as a backup on the Cardinals. Yes. Yes. It's Colt McCoy. Oh, Colt McCoy is still in the league. Good for Colt, and he's playing back up in Arizona. Good for him. Good for Colt. But yeah, the um the Browns. I'm very nervous about the Browns. All the Browns fans we know, uh, the season looked very promising to start because the problem with the Browns is right now. You can play the game of, like, we went toe-to-toe with the big boys only so much. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you're just like, well, we keep losing to the big boys, and maybe we're not even close to them. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I think the Browns, like, started the season when they lost to the Chiefs. You're like, ah, well, they went toe-to-toe with the Chiefs, and they almost won that game. That's almost weirdly a win. They lost to the, the Chargers. Oh, they kind of they went toe-to-toe with the Chargers. They got fucked by the refs. And they got fucked by the refs, by the way, this this game, too. The mm-hmm. roughing the passer. I don't know what roughing the passer is anymore. No, it was it was just like a shoulder bump. It's crazy. I don't even think Kyler Murray fell down, did he? No, it's it's insane what, what gets called roughing the passer now. But the... the um. I'm I'm worried about the Browns. Let is me it, just say that. Is it fair to ask if the Cardinals are a super team? Mm. They're in that super team conversation. They got right enough now. names. They got names. They, they have a ton it, of names. If they've got so many names, if they, they had traded 
for uh, yeah, Zach Ertz. They got Ertz. Yeah. yeah, it feels like a super team. That feels like one of those ones where Ertz was like, hey, if you're going to trade me, can you send me someplace good? And, like, you know, he had been with the Eagles for so long that he probably had, like, some goodwill, and he picked where he was going to go on that trade. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, listen to these names. A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins at wide receiver. Rondale Moore at wide receiver. Those are some names. Those are some names. And Larry Fitzgerald, as first reported on part yep. of my take, will be returning probably in December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they no, they they might be a super team. Six and zero, only undefeated team left. What are you gonna say, Billy? These NFL super teams creep up on you. Yeah, they do. They're just sneaky. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're Where low. This come from? I would say they're a low key super team. Yeah, I also just like the Cardinals still have to. I think the Cardinals have to win multiple Super Bowls before I start respecting them. Yes, like in my in, 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 as an idea in my head, and I know that's mean to say. But it just is. It's a fact. Yeah. I, and what also like confuses me when I'm looking at the Cardinals coaches on the sidelines, the birds point in different directions. Mm-hmm. they got to De- get that figured depending out. Depending on which piece of equipment you're like. On the hat, I think it points one way. And on the chest, it points the other way. Figure that out. Make it easier on us. Figure it out. Um, give, that, right. give that Cardinal some teeth. Okay. Two more games. Uh, let's do Raiders-Broncos. Rich Basicchia. Fucking Rich Basicchia. What a guy. We knew, so we all bet the Raiders, probably the only bet we won today. Uh, Rich Basicchia, Booger called him a foxhole guy. You see him on the sidelines. He's got the uh, the old man glasses that that tear apart. Yeah, so the magnetic ones yeah, in the middle. Put yeah. together. Great, great gray goatee. Rich Basicchia had these guys... Fighting hard, I think. I think they got something with this. I think they can w- ride this wave for a little bit because it's clear, like you know, instantly whether a team is is playing for their interim head coach or not. Mm-hmm. They are playing for Rich Basicchia. He also had a great quote after he said, uh, "the the part of me." Uh, he was talking about getting back, you know, into a game situation. He said, "The part of me uh, that was getting back on the grass was the best. The worst part was figuring out the headset, which is such a football bit. Like he can't, he doesn't know this email, this fact. What do you fax it to someone? Yeah, that's like uh, when when Bruce Arians goes out there, and I think Bruce is the only coach in the league that has like the the chest kit where it looks yes. like he's he's strapped up with a bomb. Yeah. Um that's got to be confusing for any first time head coach especially an interim one where you've you know you're a special teams coordinator, you've probably, you know, been around head coaches for a number of years, but until you put that shit on, there's buttons and stuff. You don't know about buttons, you know how to coach football. Yes. And one thing I learned about Rich Basicki today is that he was the guy that was brought in to fix the San Diego Chargers special teams the year after they had the worst special team unit ever, 2010, when they had the best offense in the league, best defense in the league, and their special teams were so bad that they didn't even make the playoffs. Uh, he's the guy that they called in to fix the biggest disaster. That's so Rich this guy, Pasekia. this guy can handle a locker room that might be uh, a little chaotic, you might say. So yeah, Rich Pasekia, love betting on him. I think we're going to have to just keep betting on Rich Pasekia. Absolutely going to have to keep betting on Rich Pasekia. They're fi- they're playing for him. You saw yeah. all the quotes afterwards. It's clear that they're like they're going to rally around Rich Pasekia. Booker told us this, mm-hmm. and I, I mean we believed him and we did it. But yeah, the Raiders and and. We should talk about the Bron- The Broncos are, I think, the uh, f- the the biggest tied with the Panthers. The biggest fraud start of the season. They beat the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets, mm-hmm. and we all kind of like, ooh, maybe because we, you know, like Vic Fangio. Who Vic Fangio, his 
frustration challenges went to a different level today. It was insane. He was he was challenging plays that because they would like score a touchdown. The opponent would score a touchdown or some bad would happen on the field and he'd be like maybe if they look at it again something different will have he, happened. He was challenging plays simply that he didn't like the outcome. Oh no, it was, it, it was no no offense, right? Yeah. Got his he came down with his foot very clearly on the line 100% out of bounds. Out of and, bounds. and he was just like I'd like to challenge that cuz I would have preferred that that play went a different way. And then he did it again when a Raiders player, I think it was Ruggs, caught a ball and it was not even like the ball didn't even come close to touching the ground. Mm-hmm. He just threw the challenge. He's like I don't like the outcome of that play. Yeah, he should not have access to the challenge flag anymore. It's it was. He should lock it up. It's it was a bad scene because it, it truly was like it, it was reminiscent of like a little kid just trying to change the rules of something in the middle of the game, being like, "I don't like how this is going. Time out. Let's change how the rules are, are interpreted." I, here. I also think we might be on Vic watch. I yeah, think Vic I Fangio too. is probably. Probably on his last season. He the the thing that he has going for him is he has already got three wins in his back pocket. So it's yeah. a little different than Joe Judge, but I would agree. I think Vic Fangio is probably uh, probably not going to make it out of this year. And Teddy Bridgewater was bad today. Mm-hmm. He had four turnovers, which is very unTeddy like. But yeah, Vic Fangio. It's, it's and he'll too go bad. back to being a, a defense coordinator somewhere and build an awesome defense. It'd be incredible. Just how it's going to work. He's the best defensive coordinator in the game right now. I, next week now is 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 building up. Thursday night is building up to be a loser leaves town game with Denver and Cleveland because it yeah. feels like whoever loses that game is going to be real doom and gloom because mm-hmm. both teams are like, if we are for real, we should win this game easily. So Cleveland is three and three right now. To me, I thought that the Browns, if you'd asked me just off the top of my head, what's the Browns record? I would have said probably like four and two. I would have said like four and one. Six and three. Yeah. Because and I like, we're not in week nine. I just, I, I forgot about that Chargers loss already. I forgot about the Chiefs game. Well, that that's what it is. The Chiefs game at the start of the year, that felt like a win for the Browns. It was a huge Browns. win. That was a big time win. It was they a lo- huge win. They lost, they, they lost. 33 to 29 but they really won right 29 to 33 yes um but yeah the the broncos are in trouble rich basicchia though is a hero we are on rich basicchia we're gonna ride this wave Mm -hmm. next week they're playing the eagles ride it love it yep rich basicchia all all on board and he's just like everything about him like his he just has a look to him it's like yeah he's very smooth like this guy it's a guy that you can tell he shaves his head every day and he 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 coached for 38 years without getting a head coaching gig probably because he didn't want one right no he he did i think oh really yeah he probably something he was like one day in the interviews probably didn't go so well yeah, I, I, I just, you know what it is persecution thought, of Italians. Yeah, there you go. Most persecuted class in the world. I actually thought that it was just like the mark of a true football guy. If you coach for that long and you just never want to be a head coach, yeah, you just like being around the guys. Yeah, just being in a locker room. Yeah, once you once you're a head coach, you got to be their dad. Mm-hmm. You'd rather be their fun uncle. You'd ra- yeah, the fun exactly. Yes, Bruce yes, Arians, right? Yes, Bruce Arians. All right, last game: Cowboys Patriots. Hank, um, this was well. This is Billy said the fuck shit game of the week. I still don't really know how the Patriots didn't cover three and a half. That was complete and utter bullshit. Hank, though, your thoughts on this game because it felt like uh, that. I mean, PFT put it perfectly earlier. The Patriots are really good at at almost winning games. Yeah, that's pretty much their identity this season. Uh, their defense is horrible. Couldn't couldn't make a stop. 
Cowboys were getting like 15, 20 yard plays. It seemed like every single, every other play. 445 yards, the most uh, a Bill Belichick defense has ever let up against a quarterback. It was wild. Every single time Dak would, you know, drop back on a ton of pressure and then just get a wide open guy in the middle of the field for like 30 yards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you concerned about your head coach bleeding from the mouth during this game? No, I mean, that's that's, that's vintage Belichick. Love that. I'm not a chapstick guy. That's like chapstick. uh, It poisons your brain to convince you that you need more chapstick. That's true. Once you use it once, you you get dependent on it. That is true. Uh, Same thing with water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but water, you need water. Never drink water. You don't need chapstick unless you use chapstick. I've never used it, never needed it. Uh, Built different. That's interesting. But yeah, it seemed like there was going to be some Mac magic at the end. This was going to be like his his showing up game. It wasn't a bad pass to uh, that got intercepted. Yeah, I mean, credit to... It was a a good... He threw... Multiple passes over ten yards today, so it's like there was some 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 looks in the right direction. And credit to Mac Jones because he threw that interception, and then he went right back and threw that touchdown. So it's like, hey, that was nice that he was able to shake it off. Uh, but yeah, that was. It's crazy that again. It's I keep saying, but it's crazy they didn't cover. There was I also like three or four fourth fourth and one, fourth and two, fourth and threes that they just punted every single time when it's like they knew they couldn't stop them, so why not just yeah. go for it? No, that, that was a big time give up play at the end where I think it was like fourth and two around midfield. It's like you have to you have to try to win the game here. If you give Dak the ball, they're just gonna score. Right. Everybody yeah. knows it. That's I'm gonna say something that's probably gonna hurt you, Hank, but that game was a game that the Patriots always win and the Cowboys always lose. Yeah, I mean Patriots like, are 0-3 at home. It's just not. It's it's a different it's a different Patriots team than than the Patriots that we're all used to. Mm-hmm. Did you see Jerry Jones kissing people on the lips in his in his suite afterwards? Beautiful up in the booth. Just guys going Love in for dead. Yeah, it's not it, it's not pause. It's not sus. If it's right after a big win on the road, yeah, and no. I think that that was his first time ever winning in Foxborough. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like that, he that's has a game every that right Cowboys... to open tongue, open mouth, kiss his uncle if he wants to. Yeah, and I think the Cowboys. Like I don't, I don't really know what the Patriots are. I think they're a frisky bad team, or maybe a a they're bad a team you don't want to see late in the season. There you go. That's that's actually perfect. But credit to the Cowboys because like it's never easy. It, Every game is tough in the NFL unless you're playing against, you know, the Texans or whatever. But that was a game it felt like the Cowboys always lost. Yeah. And I also I kept waiting for the big mistake. Right. And right. Just, I didn't get my good fix of a big Cowboys mistake or like uh, uh Mike McCarthy just like complete and total brain fart that right. I usually get. Something you're waiting for that the Cowboys were able to just overcome. Um and Tony Romo calling that game. Hank said he should be fined by the FCC. Mm-hmm. I uh, actually agree, I agree with Hank. Yeah, yeah. No, I have Tony Romo. Bad performance today. That was actually that's probably if if like in twenty years when they write the book about pardon my take, I think that like us being the first to say Tony Romo, Tony Romo, not that good. Mm-hmm. That'll be a big one. That will be a big one. For but us. he's he's. I think people today. are starting to slowly come around. And once you get Hank started going down a, like a, a very slippery slope, so he hears. One bad thing that Tony Romo says. Now you've got his attention, and mm-hmm. now he's listening to everything. Oh, he was on him. He is picking up. He like, was on his ass. Even the smallest, most microaggressions that probably weren't even real. Mm-hmm. But Hank was. You were observing them like a dog that can. Hear no, really he was like. Tra- yeah, whistles. he was like trolling Patriots fans. Yeah, no, he's trolling like, you personally. The Patriots don't throw it deep, and he's like, if I was Mac Jones, I'd throw it deep, knowing that that's what fans <laughs> internally <laughs> want. And he knows that they're not going to, but he's just fucking with us. Hypothetically, like, oh, if, I was, if I was Tony, if I was Mac Jones here, I'd be bombing it thirty yards every play. Is it possible like, that yeah, Tony Romo actually thought that Mac Jones should try to throw the ball a little bit deeper? 
No, I think he was trolling. He was trolling. <laughs> the, 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 the homerism was blatant the entire the entire day. Either way, I I do think as Mac an announcer, Jones, Jake, I'm sure he wasn't. He didn't. I don't think he saw the whole game, but he would have been disgusted if he heard heard what was happening. Yeah, but uh, the Patriots playing like two out of the last three weeks in like primetime slots, or you know, get, you know, this wasn't a primetime, but it was when there game was only the two other games. You're right. I do think Mac Jones is like he's getting better. Yeah, like I said, he he had multiple. Usually, before there was no big throws. He had a few today. Yeah, a few big throws. Um, so Trayvon Diggs had his seventh interception. He then got burned on the next play. But uh, just for I went and looked back because I was just curious for uh, some context. In the last, obviously, interceptions aren't the end all be all stat for cornerbacks, but they're obviously a big deal. In the last 40 years, there's only been four cornerbacks who have been de- defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deion Sa- or Rod Woodson had eight interceptions in 2000 or 1993. Deion Sanders had six in 1994. Charles Woodson had nine in 2009. And Stephon Gilmore had six in 2019. So Trayvon Diggs already has more interceptions than half of the cornerbacks mm-hmm. that won Defensive Player of the Year. The record is 14 in a season. You know who has that? Who? Dick Night Train Lane. Ah. Great name. Old Dick. All-time nickname. I, I mean, your name is your name is Dick Lane, mm-hmm. and you even have a cooler nickname than your name, Dick Lane. Right. Night Train. Yes. Badass guy. He had 14 inter- interceptions. Um, I feel like... At some point, they just have to stop throwing to the, his side of the field, right? Because the Deion Sanders stat that you had in 1994, that was still well in the era of teams being like, we're just not going to throw. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut the field in half, whatever side that Deion's on. I'm going the other direction. At some point, teams have to stop throwing him the ball. But then they scored the touchdown against him. And I don't know if well, the was, safety obviously was needed there, to yeah. be helped. But he did get turned around. Yeah. Deion Diggs did bite on it and get turned around. Yeah. Off the line. I don't know if that, it probably wasn't a hundred percent his fault, but he also was out of position. Right. But I, I still I feel like at some point they're just going to stop passing the ball his direction. So he would be my MVP right now. Seven interceptions is crazy through six games. Um, but I feel like in the next couple of weeks he's probably not going to get above ten interceptions on the year. The, the opportunity. Like Chandler Jones getting just those five sacks. We still are waiting for six. Is he still alive? Is he around? Five. He, that, all time. Week one, everyone remembers Chandler Jones. Get everyone talking about it, and like you'll remember him all year. He put in all his work week one. Yep, he's like I'm good. It's smart. Yeah, it's smart. Smart way to do business. I I don't even think he showed up. He might not have played today. <laughs> I think he did play today. Did he? Yeah, I think he played today. Um, all right, those are the games. Cowboys are good. Cowboys are good. It's yep. weird to say, but the Cowboys are a good team. Uh, actually, let's do it for the NFC. So the NFC, we did it for the AFC. Super Bowl contenders in the NFC. I think it's Cowboys, Bucks, Packers, Rams, Rams. Cowboys, Bucks, Packers, Cardinals. Rams. Card. Yeah, we almost unintentionally yeah. I, disrespected I the Cardinals. I got, I got them, but those are the five. Yeah, that sounds about right. So it sounds like we're if you it, six six weeks into the season, a third of the way through the season, it feels like there's about nine teams total that I could be like I could see them being in the Super Bowl. Well, I'm going to take one away. I don't think that the Packers can be in the Super Bowl. This I unfortunately, well, because Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers he doesn't win NFC Championship yeah. games. All right, I like that. That's true. So Packers are eliminated. I appreciate that you did that to me. That yeah. was a big. That was a big friendship I got moment you back. right there. Um, all right, 
Let's get to Football Guy of the Week. Football Guy of the Week brought to you by Chevy, right, PFT? Football Guy of the Week is brought to you by Chevy because Chevy is the hardest working truck on the road. We love Chevy. We're truck guys here. And if you're an AWL, you know that the Chevy Silverado is the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. It's 100% true. Football season is back big time. And the best way to tailgate is with a Chevy Silverado. They've got the new Multiflex tailgate. It's the only way that you should show up to tailgate is in a Chevy Silverado. They've got the primary tailgate, which opens with a push of a button on the key fob or from inside the truck. Then they've got the inner gate with a large step. Then they've got an easy access configuration where the inner gate folds down, allowing you to reach farther into the bed. It can also become a desk or it can become a surface for your tailgating meal. It is the strongest, most advanced Chevy Silverado ever. Go check it out today. Go to a Chevy dealership. Take it for a test drive. Tell the salesperson, hey, part of my take sent me. They'll get you 100 bucks off, free cup of coffee, full tank of gas. Just trust on, on that one. Probably works. I don't know. I've never done it myself. But uh, give it a shot. Chevy Silverado is the strongest, most advanced truck on the road right now. You're going to want to go test drive one today. All right. Uh, Billy, football guys of the week. So last week's winner was Dan Campbell for crying. Many are saying he cried too early in the season now, so that could have changed. He won last week. So okay. That's all that counts. Yep. So our first nominee is Owen Begman an O-lineman from McQuaid High School in Rochester, New York, uh-huh. who <laughs> broke his leg. Okay. Look, these are, are great. You no, are you no, 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 These are great football yeah. guys. Yeah, like, okay. what if I just had a bunch of, like, How'd stories? How'd you find this story? Oh, I'm deep in football People are just Twitter. sending it to you because they no. know no, that this you'll is... hi- highlight these high school football stories. Yeah, well, they're some of the best stories. Okay. okay. So and some of the most football leg. played. Like, think about it. Like, there's more high school games than there are college. And then Whoa. pro. Whoa. Anyway, more football. so he broke his leg, and he was getting carted off. It looked like a really bad fracture, like probably How do you know? Because I can see the video. Oh, there's a video? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, he gets carted off in a stretcher, and while he's getting carted off, uh, instead of just giving the crowd a thumbs up, he gives them a thumbs up and like a whipping, whipping type motion where he's like pretending he's driving off the cart, uh-huh. which is pretty chill because it just shows that Yes, he's okay, but he's more That's, than okay. He's okay, whipping we've it lost off the, the plot on football guy I, there. I think I I get it. He's if you saw he's ghost riding the whip. Yeah, but that's not a football guy. Yeah. That's a football guy. No, that's not a football guy. I thought you were going to say like someone leg? tossed him a beer and he yeah. he chugged Just it and wait, smashed wait. it. Wait. Okay. Anyway, the second like, one like someone beat the number 2 team in the country and then chugged a beer on the field. No, well that was that was that's number 3. Okay. Oh shit. Anyway, so uh second one is they didn't have this one is also high school football. Uh high school football game between Elmwood, Brentfield, Lewiston High School. They didn't have a quarter for the coin toss, so they just decided to do rock, paper, scissors in order to get the game going. Again, faster. that's not a football guy. That's a football no, guy. It's not. They want to get they want to play the game sooner. They could have just said you get it first, we'll get it second. Billy I know, but they just <laughs> did it. They they played rock, paper, scissors before game. That's your yeah, football guy. Instead of the coin flip. Are you are you acting like they're like the game would never have been played if they <laughs> well they just wanted to get going like faster? Zoolander? Yeah, they're like, oh, we don't have a quarter. The game yeah, is canceled. We can't. Sorry. Okay, Everyone so go home. number three is Greg Long, Purdue offensive lineman. Yes. Who after a beer was thrown on the field, he didn't want to waste it. He chugged it that, during. Now we're getting. They're closer. winning. Yes. When they beat them twenty-four to seven. Let's talk about that game real quick. We got to give a shout out to Purdue. 
I know that uh, I have mean words about Purdue, uh, but that was a hell of a win. Uh, also, crazy stat, Purdue has the most wins as an unranked team in the history of college football against the number one or number two team with nine times they've done it in the history of the program, and the next closest is four. That's that's kind of crazy where it's like at the same time a very good compliment and indictment of the Big Ten all in one like where because they they have so many teams that have been ranked number one but that are also capable of losing to a team like Purdue. Some of them are some of them are non they beat Notre Dame I think well, a lot of them happened a long time ago but they remember they beat Ohio State uh, when yep. they were number two a few years ago but that was I mean that was a Big, big win for Purdue. Mm-hmm. And Iowa, I'm sorry, Iowa. Iowa fans, they were starting to really feel, you know, because they were doing the like. Oh, we'll always have that week. Yeah, and 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 Iowa fans, I, again, Iowa and Wisconsin are very similar in football programs and like how everyone like reacts to it. So Iowa was just reacting to the fact that everyone hated watching Iowa football from a national perspective. Mm-hmm. But they were starting to feel themselves like, you're going to fucking watch it and you're going to like it because we're fucking number two in this, the country and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, yeah, we're making big bad Purdue walked in and, and they, stole your lunch. They were like, money. we're making, we're making ugly sexy. Right. We've got the best fullback in center, which I still think they have the best fullback. in. Yeah, center no, in the they're country. still a very good but team. They're, still really they're a good. very good team. But yeah, that was, um, short lived. Yeah. It was fun though. I'm short-lived. glad that we got to give Iowa a shout out. Yeah. Number two for a while, but yeah, Purdue, that was a hell of a game. They, cause they not only beat them, they whooped them. In their house. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. The last nominee is Bill Belichick for playing with blood streaming down his face and not using chapstick. Which that is a football guy. I, I'm not. I'm not so sold on the fact that it was just chapped lips. I think he had like an internal mouth injury. He also had a cut on his nose. Yeah. yeah. So some he got in a fight with like a raccoon that yeah. was trying to eat his trash. He probably there was probably some type of wild animal that was going through his trash, and he's like, "They're going after my secrets." And was, he like wrestled with a raccoon. It was Steve. Yeah. Steve going through his trash. Steve's still doing the the crazy mouse stuff. It's amazing. Just put a dip in. Dude. It's amazing how they caught you, him on the sidelines, and for the like only two seconds that the camera showed him today, he was doing the mouth thing. Yeah, I, I saw Bill once he started tasting blood inside his mouth. He started doing the mouth yeah. stuff too. Belichick's weird birds. Um, all right, thank you, Billy. You're gonna write the blog. I've already got it. Okay, awesome. Football guy of the week. Go vote on it. All right, let's wrap up. Uh, Let's do who's back of the week, and we'll let send everyone on their ways. Um, Paul Bissonette, Biz Nasty on Wednesday's show. Get get excited. It's going to be awesome. From TNT. From TNT. Uh, who's back of the week is brought to you by Cash App. Go download the Cash App right now. Invest in the stock market, Bitcoin. Download the Cash App and enter the referral code BARSTOOL. You'll receive $10, and they will now send $10 to ASPCA when you download the Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hank. My who's back of the week is America's pastime, baseball. Yes. MLB playoffs have been buzzing along. Uh, the Braves had a, had a walk-off as we were recording this. They're up 2 nothing. The Red Sox are tied 1-1 going into this week. I'm going to watch big baseball week. this week. It's going to be a big week. I'm going to watch baseball this playoff week. Playoff baseball, it's similar to playoff hockey for me personally where watching the regular season doesn't matter how much. Even if I bet it, I just don't get that interested into it. And playoff baseball and playoff hockey, like I don't even have to have any – Rooting interest in the game, you can just feel the intensity. Like the uh, the Dodgers Giants game five was was an all time intense mm-hmm. intense baseball rivalry game. It made the case great for robot umps. Yeah, at least for the check swing bullshit. Thing. I, yeah, I feel bullshit. like first base umpires just make it up. 
most of the time. They when, actually, when they asked to appeal to first base. They, his explanation was, I thought he went, so I called it a strike. Yeah, that's it. Like, it's like, well, I guess we can't argue with that. I'm pretty sure the human eye isn't capable of determining like what angle a bat is at during a check I, swing from 90 feet away. The rules itself, like you don't actually, you have to offer up. It's it, it's so stupid. Yeah. So um, baseball's back though. Baseball is, is big time back. When it comes to appealing a strikeout like that, what if the catcher had never pointed at the first base umpire? They always do. do. Does the first base umpire though? Like, does he have in his head? He's like, I have to wait if they call on me. Called he, on? He, yeah, if I get called on, he's out. But I. This need is to, my moment. I, I mean, that's what he was. That's what he was thinking. Yeah, it he, was. Yeah. Uh, he had I'm, a strut. Like he walked it off and and walked it off. Yeah, I'm gonna watch some baseball playoffs this week because oh, yeah. I. Same. It's very weird on a college football Saturday and NFL Sunday. I did not see a single pitch of game two of the Red Sox Astros or game one of the Braves Dodgers. Not like not even a pitch. Two grand so slams in two innings. I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on that shit. All right. I'm gonna start watching that. What I like about playoff baseball is the players actually care about the game. And a lot of times during the regular season they're just like they're bored when mm-hmm. they're at the game. It's like this is August, it's hot outside, this sucks. Shout out Jock Peterson's bat too. Anthony Rizzo's bat. But that's what I'm rooting for in that series, just so everyone knows where my allegiances lie. Fair enough. Uh, PFC. My who's back of the week is Succession. Yes. Succession's back on. It was out tonight. No spoilers, please. We haven't seen it yet. Hank, are you caught up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they just- Well, no. Not caught up? I'm an episode behind. Imagine if we found a way to watch the episode while we were here and then spoil it to Hank. We wouldn't do that. That'd be amazing. Actually, should, should we delete this entire part? Because now people are definitely yes, going absolutely. to... absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'll delete it, guys. Okay, thanks, Hank. Appreciate it. Wait, is that? are you going to prank me? Yeah, no, I got you. All right, who's your okay. who's back, PFT? Uh, my who's back of the week is uh, not the TV show Succession, um, because I don't watch it, and so it'd be pointless if somebody tried to spoil it for me, because it's not like I spend my time wa- watching it or reading fan theories about it, so don't even bother. Okay, nice. Greg dies. Good who's back. Oh, damn it. Not Greg the Egg. We, um, should we do a, a, a recap on recap? Wednesdays? Yeah. Succession isn't owned. It's leased. Yes. we will, rent is due every day. We, we won't call it that, but we will do a recap <laughs> on Wednesdays. Uh, we'll do like a five-minute quick recap. If you watch the show, maybe put it before Guys on Chicks. Uh, we all watch the show here. It's a very awesome show. Guys on Success. Yeah. Um, all right, my who's back is... Uh, the Chicago Sky won the WNBA championship. If you don't remember, I was a two-time. I don't think you say two-time. Two. I owned season tickets for two years. Oh, congrats! So huge day. Do you get a ring? Uh, I don't think so. I missed the game. It was on during NFL Sunday. Mm-hmm. But it, I just told you that part about baseball, so that's not sexist of me. I just don't watch other sports in the fall. It's nice to be an owner of a you know franchise in Chicago and be able to say you know I own these tickets. Yeah. What do you mean? It's just it's cool. That it is, is cool. Yeah, I don't own them anymore, but um, yeah. Are you just is this Aaron Rodgers thing? <laughs> God damn it! Um, yeah, shout out the sky, and also who's back is live sports because I went to Tennessee on Saturday night. It was fucking awesome. The fans might have gotten a little no. out of hand. I say let them throw. 
um, throwing golf balls and uh, mustard bottles. I heard um, you were encouraging it. I was. I actually, I actually was just standing on the field with a huge hot dog, being like, "Has anyone got any mustard?" And that's how it <laughs> all started. It's very um, funny that people actually went to games with golf balls in their pockets. Yeah, I, I was thinking about it. Either that person uh, is just such a down in the dumps Tennessee fan that they're like, at some point, I'm going to want to throw this golf ball at someone, or. Most likely, it was just like a drunk dude who was golfing earlier in the day. Yeah, and just forgot. You're wearing cargo shorts, and yeah. it's in that pocket. Maybe you haven't watched it from the last time that you went golfing. It happened to be there. And mm-hmm. honestly, if you like pick up a golf ball at a game and you're frustrated, it must feel so satisfying to throw the golf ball. You're yes. naturally going to throw the golf yes. ball as long as no one gets hurt. I say, I say, litter. Yes, I'm pro litter at football games. Um, but Knoxville was incredible. That stadium is awesome. We were on the field for like the uh, the beginning of the game, just just sick. College football, there's nothing nothing like college football from like a live sports action, like the band, everything. What are you, what are you gonna say? You you think something's better? No, I was gonna say, should we talk about the the more unfortunate college football news? What? Oh, our boy, Coach oh. O. Coach O got fired because he's he too likes, horny. He's too horny. He's, yeah. His it's a separation agreement. A separation, a separation agreement. agreement. Yes. Thank it, you. It, you know what? It was, that's the official word. It was mutual. Yeah. It separation was his agreement. idea as much as it was theirs. They're going to stick around for the kids for the yep. rest of the year. Yep. Try to make it work. Um, and I'm sure that'll go fine. Sorry, Coach O's a red-blooded American. The problem is, like, he's just, he's he's too vivacious. Yeah. He's too, his, he's his too li- in shape. His libido is too robust. And all, really all he was doing is he saw a woman and he invited her to work out with him. Is right. that is that a crime? She happened to be pregnant and also uh the wife of uh a high level guy at LSU. But that to me actually is he was looking out for the baby's uh health. He was trying to save her life yeah. and maybe the baby's life. Yes, exactly. So Cocho He went undefeated. Yeah, he two thousand nineteen flies forever. So I he'll be back somewhere. I don't know where uh, but someone will be happy to have him as a recruiter. And I a wouldn't coach. be surprised if he just kind of like you know hangs out in Baton Rouge and then in ten years they hire him again. Yeah, yeah. he could do that. Imagine or that'd be sick. I mean, he should just hang out. Like once that donor dies time, or it, whoever it is. Next time any program needs an interim head coach, he should be interim for hire. He should be a full time interim coach. Yes, yes. It is sad. It's sad end of an era, but uh, it was a hell of an era. It was an awesome, awesome time, and we love Coach O forever. They asked him uh, what his future plans were. He said, I think I'll have me enough money to buy a hamburger. There we go. So, so he's going to be eating. Coach O, you want to come to New York? Hop on the podcast? Um, we'd love to have you. So yeah. uh, how was the scene in Baton Rouge? It was awesome. I mean, always. Definitely, I've been to a, lucky enough to be a lot of college atmospheres. It's definitely the most authentic like college atmosphere that's also crazy on game days. doesn't matter that it was an 11 a.m. start. The game was a shootout. What like one of the most fun a rivalry was crazy. Fun games I've been to where it's like we were on a bachelor party. Everyone bet the over, and we were just like rooting for points the whole time. Never in doubt. Florida's quarterback that they put in second is Cam Newton two point Yes, he's on my mm-hmm. big board for Heisman next year. Ooh, yeah. he passed the it. who else he passed on, the eyeball. Who test. else is on your big board? Him, Caleb okay. Williams. <laughs> yeah, Caleb Williams. I haven't seen Caleb Williams with my own eyes. Oh, it's okay. just him. Just okay, him. just him. There's Hank's big board. Uh, Billy, you're who's back. My who's football? It's actually D three football. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All no. right, Jake, who's your who's back? <laughs> oh, go ahead, Billy. Go ahead. 
No, there was just a D3 football game between two Wisconsin, <laughs> Platteville and Wisconsin lacrosse, where a at the end of the game, it Wait, was 23-24. What? Lacrosse is the name of the yeah. town? Yeah. <laughs> we got to move there. It's the town of the future. <laughs> yeah. Sounds awesome. <laughs> the fastest town on two feet. Anyway, uh, they were about to um, set up the game-winning field goal. It was 24-23, and their quarterback was supposed to spike it. He kneeled it. With two seconds left. Yeah, oh, that's, that's the one mistake I you don't want to make. And this guy had a great game too. He had like 463 yards and two touchdowns. But that's like that's a heartbreaker. That's your who's I'm, back. I'm yeah, just it's a great story. <laughs> Is it I a mean, great it's a bad story, but like, <laughs> I'm. I guess we needed to hear that. I mean, that has, yeah, you no, have, that can't that, yeah. that has like, to be mentioned. <laughs> like, what do you do if you do that? There's people like imagine there was people going on to their work today and they couldn't talk about. Is Northwestern uh, lacrosse, <laughs> dude. You know, okay, who's back of the week? Batman. <laughs> okay, yeah. Fucking Batman's back. What, that's what's your, Batman up it's to? Fucking new movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah I even watch it. Is that what you nerds want to hear? Batman, a football guy? It's actually, no, it's, it's the Batman. It's a different title. When is uh, it back? Is it Christopher Nolan? No, it's, no, it's, it's fucking out. Vampire. Twilight, bro. Yeah. Oh, fuck Wait, is it a cartoon? No, it's they like should bring back the cartoons. Goth noir. No, I want Christopher Nolan to just make more Batmans. Goth noir. Yeah. There's like an artsy Batman like, with a oh, vampire. Like, like God, if why? Derek Carr was Batman. Why? Not even. Is he a billionaire? Yeah, I think so. Derek Carr's got some flow, by the way, right yeah, now. He's Big time. Definitely growing that out. Um, Jake, you're who's back. Oh. The 280-day drought is over. Yes. Rams 38, Giants 11. I'm sorry we didn't mention that. No, I, it's good because I was saving it for this yeah. anyways. I, so were you, were you on a plane? I was on a plane. I bought the Wi-Fi. It was kind of sketchy Wi-Fi, in and out, but enough to witness it with my own eyes. Mini Firefest. <laughs> what do you mean witness it? You were watching the game, or yeah. you were watching the scoreboard app? No, there was. You could. You were refreshing Twitter. No, you could watch the game. Well, you were watching the game. Yeah, but it was like like buffering. Got it. Got it. I forgot to mention this. Uh, I was going to text you too. Will Wade was just sitting in our seats yesterday. Oh, really? What? Yeah. Like, we Why? walked up to our seats, and I'm, like, looking at the tickets, looking at him. I was like, I think this guy's in our seats. And he had a credential, and I was like, Will Wade, uh, football coach, or basketball coach, whatever. And I was just so thrown off in the moment. This was right when we walked in. I was, like, just not – I was, like, processed it all quickly. There was an open lane, like, two two rows behind. We were ten guys. I was like, let's just sit up here for a second and figure it out. If these people come, I'll go tell, you know – I'll Will go, Wade. I'll go Will kick Wade. Will out of our Make seats. Him a damn He's an American offer. gangster, after all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but true. Uh, the the people in our seats never came. Then he left after the first half, so that never had to happen. But I was getting myself ready to be like, "Hey, Will, you know, produce part of my take." Blah blah blah. Also, like, get out of here. You get the fuck out yeah, of my seats. Scram, bro. <laughs> he, he left at halftime, though. Yeah, he they might have went somewhere else. There, there was like a bunch of you could tell it was a bunch of like recruits, recruits or coaches yeah, and uh-huh. stuff. I think you could. I think they just walked up, took the seats, and then yeah. We're waiting for someone to kick them out. It's still so awesome to me that Will it Wade. Was just, it was a hilarious, like, what are the chances? Yeah. Will Wade was just basically like, no, I think I'm going to keep coaching. Yeah. Like, forget about the no, investigation. No, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd rather continue to coach, yeah, so sh- I'm sh- going to do that. Shout out Sean Miller. I think he's been fired now, right? No. Yeah. Is he? They sp- hired Tommy Lloyd, the Gonzagans. That's system. right. That's but Sean Miller did the same thing where he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to. I'm just gonna coach through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I respect. Think so. Yeah, it turns yeah, we, out that's all you need to do. Documentary review. Yeah. yeah, he was like, "Yeah, no, I, if you guys don't have anything firm here, yeah. we're just gonna keep yeah. going." Because it turns out, like the NCAA is fake. Yeah, 
It's just people that gave themselves jobs. Yes. And so if you just say, no, I don't feel like it, there's yeah. really nothing they can do. Anyways, three, three weeks until the season starts. Ken Baum came out today. Oh, Very nice. exciting stuff. Nice. Yeah. Um, Who's on your big board? Uh, Syracuse. Okay. okay. Nice. Um, Scorigami, though. Huge moment. Yeah, a little bit of a fire fest not being able to witness it with you guys here. I It's all we were talking about. I know. I'm not going to lie, Jake, and I know this is probably going to hurt you, but uh, no one said anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, a lot of people like, I did. Even, when they showed the graphic like later on, I was like, oh, I wouldn't. Jake, you would have been on it beforehand. Oh, no, like, you would have been, been telling us the whole time, yeah, but yeah. We, we just lived life without knowing it. So it kind of worked out. I wasn't here. Yeah, you we guys kinda, have yeah, to deal with it. Yes, no, no, no. It's not a deal with you thing. It's just it was. I wish you had been here. Mm-hmm. Okay, and because the, then I would have actually even known that it was happening. And the Lunder hit. And the Lunder, and the Lunder hit. hit. And the Lunder. It's a great day hit. for the Lunder dog. made up weird things I root for. If you went and worked at you know like let's say you got Sunday Night Football tomorrow and we never saw you again. I don't. And you asked me what Scorigami is like ten days from now. I'd be like, I don't fucking know. So I appreciate what you do. Yeah, of course. My hack is that I, I see if a game's going into overtime, and then I'm like, that's probably going to be a scoregami if it ties. If it ends as a tie. No, 2020. Like, today, tonight, had no shot. Oh, no really? shot. Damn, dunked on BFD. <laughs> what, if it, what if it was 23-23? No I don't shot. think so. No shot. Uh, he he gave you a Damn, no shot. No shot. All he right. gave you a no shot. All right, because they used to tie all the time in the back in the day, right? I think that's what it is. Yeah, twenty two is a tie. Twenty five is a tie. Thirty two and thirty six. So he and did 18. have a shot. So fifteen. 20, all those ties. Twenty three. Twenty three would have been a what? No. Oh no. no all shot. the ones I just listed have, would be score gummies. Jake uh, said no shot. He no meant shot. no shot. He knows yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah. Have we ever had two score gummies in one day? Uh, I don't think so. We had 12 last season. So, like, in 50 years, there'll be none left. Uh, the website goes up to 7351. <laughs> it could happen. Uh-huh. Someone has way too much time on their hands. But then again, yeah. I have dumb hobbies, too. Uh, Actually, I don't. I just watch too much football. For the record, it's 114. It is 114. A little early. A little early. Billy, got anything left? Yep. Any other so, uh, uh, D2, D1, AA, FCS? This is the end of the show, right? Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> college just, rugby? Just wanted to give you guys anything, some updates. Anything? Uh, Pop Warner? CT scans on Daryl Taylor were clear. So the guy who got carted off the field, he's doing well. And uh, uh, Dak. I doubt he's doing well. Well, he's not. He's doing better. He's got it. He didn't, even, he didn't even do the whip dance when he was getting carted. <laughs> yeah. If he did the How whip. How good could he be No, feeling? but if he'd done the whip <laughs> dance, then we'd all been like, oh, like, that's fine. Like, he's doing okay. Uh, also, the reason they don't let f- they don't show fans on the broadcast is because advertisers could pay their bail and make it really cheap to advertise on the broadcast if they had someone run out with like a sign or something. Got it. Got it. That so, makes sense. Yeah. And then also, even though we said that this was a bad week of football, like, aren't we thankful that we have football? Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because no, remember, we, we almost didn't have it. COVID. But here's the that. thing: it's important to say. How you feel about the week of football. Otherwise, you can't be like every week rules. Because mm-hmm. then you can't actually genuinely say the weeks that rule, rule. Perspective. It was yeah. still good to have football, though. You're yes, right. Of yes. course. You're right. We're thankful every I day for football. like to win a few more bets and the Bears to not lose Aaron Rodgers every single time. Is that so much to ask for? No. All right, numbers. 69. 97. 96. 8. 18. 
52. Scorgami. Damn no. it. Ooh. Uh-oh. It moves from five to six. Second place behind the juggernaut, 47. 47. Wow. The goat. Fish don't pay taxes. Love you guys. What, what inside joke was that? Oh. You don't get it? No. They go to school, though. Love you guys. Talking away. Coming for you anyway. Take on. 